right. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever the hell you happen to be hiding out there on the fucking globe tonight. Coming to you direct <laughs> from the oasis deep in the heart of the Cowichan Valley. It is time gearing up for the apocalypse. The apocalypse seems to be just around the corner with all the crap that's going on in the fucking world today. We have wars, rumors of wars, tons of fucking food shortages, plagues and more fucking plagues, building energy crisis, you know, everything is going fucking wrong. And so dogs and cats living together, it's just fucking chaos. What you need to do is you need to be geared up for what's coming and hopefully it won't be as bad as many people think it's going to be. I suggest that you... Come on in, out of the dark, settle down by the fire, have a drink, and fall down some rabbit holes with us. Yes, and we are actually live on Odyssey now. <laughs> I saw that. It was like magic. It just magically appeared. Yes, I hit a button. That's what made me laugh in the middle of the intro song. It was like, really? <laughs> you fucking thing. All right. We've just got all kinds of asinine chaos here, and I've been frustrated, so I just needed to get all that fucking fuck out of the way. I'll just blame it on my Tourette's. Sounds good. Alrighty, now that we've gotten that out of the way, we need to you know, change pace a little bit here, bring in a little spirituality to this, because of course we like to have a weekly reading from the King James Version Bible this week, of course. It's from the 1955 edition, because I am up at the Oasis, where the, fi oh, of the, Oasis. the Oasis, where it is hidden away. As I had something going there, my brain was running along at 500 miles a minute, and then it just crashed right into a freaking hole. All right, tonight's spiritual reading comes to us from the book of Jonah. Chapter 4, verse 1 to 11. But it displeaseth Jonah exceedingly, and he was very angry. And he prayed unto the Lord and said, I pray to thee, O Lord, was this my saying when I was yet in my country? Therefore I fled before unto Tarish. For I knew that thou art a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and repentest thee of, thy, of the evil. Therefore now, O Lord, take I beseech thee, my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. Then said the Lord, "Doesn't thou well be to do? Doesn't doesn't thou well to be angry?" So Jonah went out of the city and sat in on the east side of the city, and there made him a booth and sat under it in the shadow till he might see what would become of the city. And the Lord God prepared a gourd and made it up made it to come up over Jonah, that it might be a shadow over his head, to deliver him from his grief. So Jonah was exceedingly glad of the gourd. But God prepared a worm when the morning rose the next day, and it smote the ground it, that it withered. And it came to pass, when the sun did arise, that God prepared a venomous east wind and the sun beat upon the head of Jonah, that he fainted and wished in himself to die and said, It is better for me to die than to live. And God said to Jonah, Dost thou well to be angry for the gourd? And he said, I do well to be angry even unto death. Then said the Lord, Thou hast had pity on the gourd, for 
thou for the which thou hast not labored, neither madest it grow, which came up in a night and perished in a night. And should I not spare Nineveh, the great city, wherein all wherein are more than six score thousand persons that cannot discern between the right hand and their left hand, and also much cattle. There you go. And it just stops there. That's it. And also much cattle. Yeah, and also much cattle. We don't want to, you know, can't forget the cattle. You know, if we're going to kill everything, you can't forget the cattle. You know, if you're going to be well, pitied to be on fair, it. They're moving away from the the time of the bull into the time of, of the fish. So makes sense that they have, no, have cattle. A, this is, oh yeah, I guess this is this is the last of the Old Testament in my, in uh, Book of Jonah. Yeah. Yeah, Although the guy kind of sounded suicidal, almost like he's like, "No, I'd rather die than take orders from you." Yeah, yeah, he, he was kind of. It <laughs> sounds like he was just basically having a bad fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. Is that's exactly what flipped open? Like I didn't have anything chosen tonight, and I said, "Fuck it, we'll flip it open." The first one that pops up, that's what I'm reading. I don't care what it is, and that's exactly what I got. It suits you. What's that? Yeah, it suits my it's, suits my it's, suits my mood for tonight. Yeah. <laughs> It's like yeah, fuck. It's been a it's been a rough week. Been a rough fucking week. Everything out there in the insanity world. I don't have a special video today because I haven't had time to go hunt one up. I haven't been watching much YouTube videos or anything lately. I barely barely been keeping up with all of my conspira conspiracy theorist guys out there. Fair enough. You know, we got I have a whole bunch of TikToks. You want to grab a random TikTok as a special video for the day? No, we're going to do TikToks at the end, man. They can be special videos All at right. the end today. For okay. anyone who happens <laughs> to manage just to show up here and watch the show. I think we get like four or five, maybe six people show up to watch this show at a later date and time. Something like that. That's cool. You know, I don't know. What's our, what's our, what's our score here? Let's go take a look at our score for what everyone's been watching our content at. Let's see, what do we got here? While we're talking about content for the few, the proud, the big uh, big geared up folks. Um, yeah, our last show got four views. Uh, Surviving the New World Order got 21 views. Must be the cool. New World Order in it. The Spice Must Flow only got 13. The Teeter Show got 32 views. It'd be cooler if it had 33. Yeah, that'd be awesome. You know, on average, we're getting anywhere from, you know, a few views to, well, our, our Canadian Geese Hong Kong one got 66 views. That's two <laughs> times 33. What the hell? So anyway, for the few that do show up here, if you happen to live on Vancouver Island, the uh, Rogues Tavern is having a meetup in June. So make sure you check the website under events to find out more about that. All right. We don't have much else. Maybe one day we'll get an audience and people will give us money like they do every like everyone else and like the few people I give money to, you know. What makes That'd it go cool. around, what makes it go around come around, you know, that's the whole thing is problem is is we don't have our content is obviously not interesting enough to people. Apparently you know, not. You know, apparently uh, either that or I just don't market it very well. That's probably my problem. I I come up with titles and whatnot and I don't know. At any rate, let's wander into our gardening, urban farming stuff. 
and see what we got. Hey, this one's going to be one that's going to be important to people since you can't get fertilizer very much, very much these days. The massive Indeed. shortage, the massive shortages of fertilizer and uh, the costs of fertilizer. So, ten natural homemade ways to make your own fertilizer. Yeah, I have to ask a question. Mm -hmm. I read, I, I read somewhere that. Uh, Guy's Jizz makes for really good uh, addition to fertilizer. Yeah. Is that just one of those old wives' tales, or is that true? I have no idea, man. I'm not about to go out to the garden and jack off. So, And true. I you know, really don't want to save it in a cup. You know, I, I hear that there's guys <laughs> that do save it in a cup. There was a, something I caught somewhere where there was a bed or something some chick made that you know, a bunch of guys jerked off into a cup, and then she drank it. Anything for money, I guess. Yeah, well, you know, well, women whore themselves out all the time. That's just another way, I suppose. You know, it's not too different from the soggy biscuit game that boys used to play when I went to school in New Zealand. Soggy biscuit game where they jack off into a biscuit and the girl had to eat it? No. Uh, they would stand in a circle, and the first one that couldn't actually get any jizz out had to eat the biscuit. Uh, okay. That's an actual game and is actually played. Oh, that's just gross, man. <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> I knew New Zealanders were fucking warped and twisted, but hey, that's an English game. It just happened to travel to New Zealand from the bloody English who are uh -oh. absolutely psychotic. We'll, we'll we'll blame it on the fucking New Zealanders, man. They're all warped and twisted. <laughs> all right, let's go back to making some organic fertilizer <laughs> the natural way. I suppose that's natural. You never gonna think that. You're break Why are you breaking up? Are you? You're breaking. You're. That's not good. Hmm? You're breaking up. Oh, am I breaking up? Yeah, well, you're not now, but you were. It's not good. Am I dropping Odd. frames? No, I'm not dropping frames, so we've got a pretty good stream going. All right. Here's some plant-based fertilizers. You have to follow the links in this here. You can make it out of compost, cottonseed meal, soybean, kelp. Don't use soybean. You know, you don't want soys. soys. Seaweed, wood ashes, alfalfa fertilizer. I can tell you from my own experience, making your own compost tea is it works quite well and one of the things that a lot of people don't realize is all those weeds you're yanking up all summer long they've got lots of great uses like throw them all into a bucket fill the bucket full of water and then let it ferment for about a week works well it kills the weeds Thank you, yeah oh god it's fucking stinky oh, oh that's fucking <laughs> rank it's really rank but it's excellent fertilizer for your plants because you extract all that stuff out, you pour it, pour it on the soil by your plants. You know, guaranteed to you know keep your keep uh, people and critters away for about a day or so. But they've got lots of really good ideas in this. And considering what's been happening in the markets with fertilizer, you might want to look into this. Making your own fertilizer. Definitely. All right, ten medicinal plants. You should plant for a complete backyard pharmacy. Hey, I saw this link. I was going to bring it. Yeah, this is actually a pretty good list. Like, for, uh, there's a couple things in here I've never even heard of. Uh, like, I didn't know that primrose was something you'd want to plant for medicinal reasons. Uh, yeah. I can't remember all the ones that are in the list, but it it's does. a pretty decent list. It's well, things that down. they Chicory. all grow well anywhere that it rains. Chicory is a good one because, you know, when, we, when, when the world runs out of coffee, you can use chicory root for coffee. You sure can. I hear it's, it's pretty similar. It's also good for treating jaundice. Mm-hmm. 
Yarrow. Well, I've planted yarrow. It's also known as the warrior's weed. Yeah. That's its nickname, and it's mainly because it 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 stops it stops bleeding when applied as a poultice. And one of the things I did with it was I took it and I I I dried it and then crushed it and powdered it and put it into a little tin. I've actually had the opportunity to try it on myself when I got myself I sliced my finger open, packed some of that crap on there, bleeding stopped instantly. Which is just cool. And it's also got some antibiotic properties, so you're putting antibiotics on there too. And then you just wrap it, wrap it with a cloth or a Band-Aid and, you know, until you can get to some proper water and wash it. But yeah. Really I, did, I didn't know it could be used for asthma. I'll have to look into how it's used for asthma. Yeah. I don't know how it's used for asthma. Probably smoke it, which is... Probably. So, most, most natural remedies for asthma, you smoke. Yeah. I find, it, I find that just completely ironic, you know. Here, <laughs> smoke this to help you with your asthma. <laughs> well, I mean, we breathe in our inhalers. Well, I know. And... It does make sense. Just it's it is kind of ironic, yes. <laughs> it is ironic because sometimes sometimes you know if there's a fire burning somewhere that can trigger an asthma attack in someone. Oh yeah, it's usually when I'm around major fires that I end up in the hospital yeah. with my asthma. California Otherwise, poppies. Okay. Hopefully, my California poppies come up this year. I tracked down some California poppy seeds, and I only got a oh, couple cool. last year. I I gathered the seed and I replanted them in the same place. So hopefully, I get California poppies this year. Nice. Yeah, it's got a sedative properties. It's not psychoactive. Also, it's, it's It is not psychoactive like other Oh, members. okay. No, I, I have the poppy that is massively psychoactive. <laughs> the one that, you know, with the proper stuff, you could probably extract the opium from. And if you use the seeds in cooking and you went and tested for opiates, you would test positive for opiates. <laughs> Which is always kind of amusing. Mm-hmm. Peppermint, I've got that one growing. I've that one got, grows I've, so easily. I've got several versions of peppermint. Chamomile, I've got that growing too. I mix that into my tea. I actually, mm -hmm. mi I actually mix the chamomile with peppermint and then with um, hops. Evening primrose, I don't have any of that. Yeah, this is one that mostly surprised me. I didn't know that it could be used for medicinal reasons. Yeah, acne, eczema, like, psoriasis. Balancing hormones. Mm -hmm. So feed it to your teenagers. <laughs> Nothing balances their hormones. It might help. Mm, Especially um, girls when they hit their first few periods. My yeah, goodness. Well, girls and girls maybe. Meadow sweet. Echinacea, I have that growing too. Calendunia. I don't have cal I don't have the official calendunia. I have uh marigolds. Dunya? It's known as pot marigold. See, the Caledonia flower is different. If you look at that flower, that's a completely different flower than the marigolds I've got growing. Mm -hmm. I need I need to get pot. It's it's known as pot marigold, but I got to get Caledonia. I got to get Caledonia seeds. You say it funny. <laughs> Calendula, Calendula. There you go. <laughs> Calendula, Calendula, officialis. One of these days, I'll start learning the proper names. I ended up I ended up pruning. <sighs> What do we prune today? Five, six apple trees and a plum tree today. That's why I'm off. Very nice. Yeah, they were brutal. All of them were brutal to be pruned. It was a mess. It was a shit show. And I lost one of my earbuds. I'm really pissed about that. So now I only have one. 
Now I only have one Bluetooth earbud. All right, well, let's go grab something else here. How to make a veggie garden in just one hour. Well, what you do is you throw veggies in there and it's a veggie garden. <laughs> Isn't that how it works? Well, for people who have no idea, they this is a pretty good video and also written out guide. I mean, they, of course, assume that you already have everything you need, like the supplies, the raised bed, the, mm -hmm. the dirt, everything like that. They assume you already have it, but... Yeah, you're it's actually pretty decent first-timer instructions if you're new to this. Yeah. Well, there's something to check out if you haven't done it. If you haven't made garden beds, you better get to it, folks. You're going to be awful hungry in the coming years if you haven't got yourself garden beds going. Or at least have access to some somewhere. Hydroponics is in other option for people who don't have why are you breaking up you, you all i heard was I hydroponics all i heard is hydroponics something option something 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 breaking 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 breaking, breaking. Are, are, are you hearing me clearly uh that's weird Do you want me to you're a mess all right let's try calling back yeah you still there Hello. How do I sound now? Oh, uh, better. That's good. Yeah. Fucking Discord doesn't like me with all the fucking fucks. <laughs> Fuck you, Discord. Are they monitoring so us? Trying... Of course they are. All right. What I was trying to say is hydroponics is another option for people who don't have any art. Uh, the AI doesn't want you to talk about hydroponics because every time you mentioned it, you started breaking up. <laughs> oh, but talk about you're you're breaking up again really badly too oh let me try let me try killing off something else here i forgot this was still running in the background let's see if that helps with my bandwidth maybe i doubt that's the problem can you hear me i've heard you just fine the whole time oh see then it's just you that's breaking up it's all your fault of course when is it yeah. not that's I can the, hear that. That's for the AI. <laughs> that's for the AI. They turn the friggin' frogs gay! There we go. Alright, back to the hydroponics. One more time. Let's see if it's going to let you talk about hydroponics this time. Hydroponics are another option for people who don't have a yard and who don't have a balcony. Or if you have too mm. small of a balcony. Mm. Or a north-facing balcony. Mm-hmm. How about that? It let that was talk, all I said. It let you talk about it this time. Cool. The AI decided, oh, what the hell, I'll let her talk about it this time. <laughs> all right, so let's see what else we got here. Seed germination. What do seeds need to sprout? They need water. Air, water, and warmth is the essential supplies needed. But mm -hmm. this article goes through for the people who need further information like this goes through and it talks about how the germination itself works how each seed <coughs> needs a different condition mm -hmm. and then a thorough definition of air water and warmth so that people don't just like put a fan on heat up the house and uh, mm. drown the poor things yeah. they actually go through and explain it really really well i like it it's great for people who really have no clue 
Yeah, and I've been. And exper- that is anybody who hasn't had a garden. I've been experimenting with soaking my seeds. Um, oh, cool! You soak them overnight or for a couple of days, and I tried it in particular. I wanted to see if I can grow carrots because I have had the most piss poor luck growing carrots. Yeah. And I really want to grow carrots this year because you know I don't overly love carrots, but I like carrots and. Not just the baby ones you've been getting? Well, that's the whole problem. I've only been getting baby carrots, and I don't know why. It's like a real pain. Something about the way I start seeds, it takes them like 30 days to pop up, and they shouldn't. They should be up in, you know, 14 days. They should be up, you know. So what I did is I did a method. I saw it on a YouTube video. Actually, I saw it on several different YouTube videos, but there was one video in particular that they had a really good explanation about how it's done. And basically, you take your carrot seeds, you pour them in a mason jar, put some uh, 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 cool, some cool water in there, and, and then set them on the counter and soak them for two days. As you reach the end of the two days, you make yourself a slurry of cornstarch and water. And take your cornstarch, a couple tablespoons of cornstarch to a cup of water, boil it, or not boil it, but simmer it up until the cornstarch thickens, until the water thickens into a soup, a thick paste or whatever, and then you let it cool 100% completely. Once it's completely cool, then you take your little slurry of seeds that you sprouted. And you can actually see, if you look in the jar, the seeds are starting to pop out. They're starting to grow. So you pour them all into the cornstarch stuff and you gently mix it all together in a, in a plastic bag, a Ziploc bag. Take that Ziploc bag full of goo and seeds. <laughs> and that just sounds like our initial conversation at the beginning of the show. <laughs> Uh, take your little Ziploc bag full of goons eggs, make a little slit at the end, and then just squeeze it all out in a gelatin line in your little furrow traps that you've created for your carrot seeds, and then cover it back up. And that helps keep the seeds moist so that they can properly establish themselves. I did that. Makes uh, sense. It would be like experiencing a spring torrential rain. Mm-hmm. So I did that a week ago. Next week I should have carrot. I should have carrots popping through the ground. If the carrots aren't popping through the ground, I did something wrong again. Or carrots <laughs> just don't like me. I'm not sure. <laughs> but yeah, I've been I've been playing with different different things for getting my seeds to grow better. I finally had to break down and buy uh, safer soap to deal with the freaking aphids in my greenhouse. Ah. Uh. All of my all of my natural methods were not bringing the fuckers under control. So I broke down and bought safer soap, which has some insecticide in it. You know, if you have enough aphids, you could go to a plant store and buy a bunch of uh, ladybugs and set them loose in your greenhouse. They, they don't always have ladybugs available. Oh, no? No, they're only available at certain times a year. And then they're oh. on a first-come, first-served basis. You've got to be lucky when you get there, and hopefully they have ladybugs in stock. Hmm. Yeah, no, I had enough of them, but uh, and the other thing you got to remember is it's not the ladybug itself, the grown up that eats all the eats all the aphids. It's the babies they lay. Oh, well, there's enough of them. Some mm. of them are bound to have babies. Yeah, well, they'll have babies, but all right, <clears throat> let's see what we got: planting, growing, and harvesting rhubarb. This is a this should be a good one for me because I've been uh, transplanting all my rhubarbs. Yeah, and it's I've, a pretty good article. I've actually um, got so I've actually got about seven seven or eight uh, pots of rhubarb that I'm going to be selling this year. Oh, cool! One of the things that this article does, aside from giving an actual short history on the plant, like where it came from and everything, mm-hmm. is it gives out 
the uh, best types to grow in your garden. And it has uh, some great information how to store rhubarb, which basically fridge and freezer. Uh, freeze dry it, too. Yeah, that too. Because I, I freeze dried it and then I powderized it and I mixed it into my, uh, I mixed it into my instant smoothie mix. I really like rhubarb. It has a natural sweet sweetness to it. It's tart as fucking hell. What are you talking about? Natural sweetness? There's no sweetness in rhubarb. It tastes sweet to me. Yeah, your fucking taste buds are warped. My, true, coffee tastes like dirt, so. Rhubarb. <laughs> My is taste not, buds are weird. Rhubarb is bitter. It's 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 it needs something. It needs something sweet to go with it, which is why it's put in with apple pies and other things. I don't it's, actually taste bitter very well anymore. Yeah, well, that's huh? A shame. Maybe that's why. Yeah, Taste and, some other part and of it. I, I, another interesting thing I've noted is that um, you've been told forever that the leaves of rhubarb are poisonous. Yeah. It's the alicylic acid or something. What's interesting is they actually have no more acylic acid than spinach or many other greens that we eat. They do oh. have they do have another thing in there, and I can't remember what it is. There's another ingredient in there that which is what can make people sick. But at one point during world during the Great Depression, England was recommending people eat the rhubarb leaves, and they had a couple of people get sick and die, which is where that stems from. So okay. rhubarb leaves could be eaten in small quantities from a lot of things I've been reading about them. I'm not going to test the theory myself, but <laughs> if I was starving and I needed food, I would probably risk it. Yep. So it, it's just good to know that the option is there. It's not It's not as deadly as everyone makes it out to be. And basically what I did, though, with my rhubarb leaves as I was harvesting rhubarb is I stuffed them into my compost tea, tea maker and turned them into compost tea because they're really big. They're kind of like comfrey, comfrey leaves. They're just huge. I wonder, though, uh, that acid that's in them could probably help with a lot of skin conditions. So it might be worth... Oh, uh, well, that might be worth actually, looking, into, look, looking into. That could be a very good yeah. use for people. I mean, the acylic... I can't say o it. Oleic. It, it's oleic acid. Oleic, Okay. The oleic acid is something that I've phone? read about being used for things like uh, th that red skin condition. I can't yeah. remember what it's called. Yeah. But it's, be it's been used for that. It's been used for rashes. It's been used for a bunch of different things. So it might be something worth looking into to see if the amount that's in those leaves could be used for medicinal purposes. Yep. Could be. All right, let's see what we got here. What's next on the list? Oh, thinking of you and your hydroponics, how to start a hydroponic garden. Yep. Take plants, put them in water, you're done. <laughs> They're in hydroponics. Well, yes, but you also have to decide whether it's an active or a passive hydroponic system. Mm -hmm. Got to make sure you have the right lights for the right plants. Yeah, it's, a, it's actually a fair chunk of work. Stuff. I've tried doing hydroponic thing, and it's like, it, I, I wasn't very successful with it. Because you got to you got to feed a lot of you got to put a lot of uh, food uh, or or nutrition stuff in the water because plain water doesn't have the nutrition nutrition necessary to grow the plant. Mm -hmm. 
So you got to put uh, plant food in there. Yeah, there's a bunch that they yeah, go through here explaining nice the all rocks, the various man. types of hydroponics setups. I like the one with the rocks. That one's kind of cool. I think the rocks look cool. That's a, that's that's kind of that does kinda, look really cool. That's kind of cool looking, man. You have plants growing in rock. <laughs> Actually, if you have the right rock, that would provide a lot of nutrients. No, it wouldn't because it's not available no? to the plants. Because you know the the nutrients are locked up in the rock. The rock wouldn't seep the nutrients into the soil. There's no soil. It's hydroponic, and it, oh, okay. the, the rocks would have to be tumbling around so that they're being chipped off. Because if a rock's not being tumbled or it's not had not enough water flow to cause erosion on the rock, all the nutrition's locked in the rock. I mean, granted, you you could think about it. Limestone is a stone, and lime is needed in plants in soil. But when it's in soil, you have lots of things acting against the rock, causing it to break and chip. You know, freezing. You know, bugs. You know. Every time you dig, you'll chip a rock. You know, those little chips are what make the difference. I honestly thought that the nutrients would just kind of leak out. Yeah. Kind of like how you put something into water and you can see the oils or whatever flowing out from that item. That's yeah. honestly how I thought it worked. Yeah, well, I don't think so. I mean, you can always try it, make yourself some rock soup and see how it comes out. <laughs> there, there's gonna, there Stone may soup. Be, there may be, there may come a time where we're making stone soup, so. We <laughs> well, don't know. choose the right stones and it might actually help. Yeah, well, pound them up and pound them and grind them. All right. Mm, yum. When to plant flowers. Now. Now is when you plant flowers. For some of them, for others, you need to wait another two weeks. Uh, there's a guide, um, there's an actual chart guide for each kind of flower. It goes through the annuals, perennials, and bulbs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's it's a pretty good thing. I mean, if you're looking to plant specifically flowers, which there are a lot of flowers that are edible, attract the pollinators, get rid of uh, smaller pests. Mm -hmm. Flowers can be very useful as well as pretty. All right. Well, let's go wander on to how to hypnotize your chicken. <laughs> There's two ways. There's the oscillating finger method and the sternum stroke method. So you can put your chicken to sleep. Uh-huh. Yes, they actually work, too. <laughs> yes, they do. The oscillating finger method, you put the you put you hold the chicken down and you put your finger close to its beak, then pull it away from the beak and put it close to the beak and do that until it falls asleep. Mm. The sternum stroke method, you put you hold the bird on its back and then lightly massage the bird's sternum with thumb and index finger, slight finger slightly spread out. Well, and you do that, that until the bird is out. Well, that's a good way to take its head off. Then it doesn't run around like <laughs> a chicken with its head cut off. Yeah. Which they really actually do. Yes, I've seen videos. Yes. Never uh, seen it in person though. I have done it in person just because I was a teenage boy and we had to thin the flock of chickens and we'd always heard about it, but we'd never done it. We said, why not? Let's see what happens. Cause we were tying their legs together mm -hmm. after we took their heads off and then just hanging them up. And we said, well, what happens if we just take its head, its, its head, its head off and then let, let it go. <laughs> and sure enough, it ran around for about, mm, about a minute. <laughs> Spurting blood everywhere. 
<laughs> it made a mess. <laughs> Your grandfather was not happy with us. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yeah. But it was funny. You know? <laughs> As only boys can get fun out of something like that. That's not true. Tom Tomboys can. Hmm. Well, that's true. Slugs oh, and snails. Slugs and snails. Yep. Uh, I'm going to feed them to my chickens. That's a great idea. Chickens love this slugs is... and snails, and they're really good for the chickens, and that'll help me deal with them. Seems the, the, uh, um, the willow tree attracts shitloads of snails for some reason. Hmm. When I was pruning the willow tree this last week, I was like, where the hell are all these snails doing in this tree? Which at least let them stay in the willow in the willow tree, which I'd rather have them in the willow tree than out in the rest of the garden, but still. Well, uh, this goes through not only explaining what slugs and snails are, but why you don't want them in your garden. Yeah. And then it goes on to explain how to get rid of them. Yeah. Basically, you pluck them and drown them. I was one of those kids that added salt to them just to see what would happen. Well, there's that too. Put the, put salt on the slugs. Yep, I would put salt on them and then I'd wash them off and they'd get all fat and slimy again and then I'd try the salt again to see if it worked again. I mm. was not a nice kid, but I was curious. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> it was better than torturing puppies. True. <laughs> oh. Yeah, slug and snail damage is just horrendous, man. They just destroy it. It really crops. is. They a friend of mine loves water. snails so much. Every time she sees them, she'll she'll save their lives by taking them home. Mm, well, she can have them all. <laughs> I'm going to feed them to my chickens when I get the chickens. Perks of pigs. I think that's pigs. the best idea. Yeah, well, <laughs> that way I get the nutrition out of them. Because exactly. the, chick the chickens will turn them into fantastic eggs, and because their shells are made out of calcium, that'll give the chickens extra calcium. So this is just a few fun facts about pigs. Like it goes through the various little known facts about pigs. Like, well, I guess everyone pretty much is aware of how intelligent they are now mm. and how friendly and social. And I don't know if the world is really completely aware of how actually clean they are. Um, one thing I didn't know is that they have the best sense of smell on the whole farm. Yeah. That's why they use pigs for hunting truffles. The trick is to get the truffle before the pig does. That's the big pig. <laughs> you got you to gotta have a well-trained pig so that when he finds the truffle, you get the truffle and the pig doesn't eat it. Because <laughs> the pig will snout that thing right up with his snout, his digging snout. One interesting, oh, yeah. one interesting thing about pigs that I do know, if you, if you have a small farmstead or something, you know, where you have some acreage and you have an area where you want to put in a new garden, pin your pigs up there. They will churn really? that soil up. To a depth of eight inches. Oh, perfect. Because their snouts are made for digging. That's how they eat. They root. They root around. And they dig up roots and weeds and everything else. And they just, it's like, it's like going through with a rototiller, but except it's a rototiller that eats the weeds. Nice. And it, and it turns it into, if you leave a pig, if you leave pigs there for about a year, you'll have the most amazing soil for planting the next, the following year. 
because of course cool. they because of course they shit in there and leave their uh, other feces and urine and everything else in it. So you have a well fertilized piece of piece of real estate too. So, yeah. An interesting fact that that uh, my partner told me about was if you ever see a stick uh, piling up, or if you ever see a pig piling up sticks under a tree, mm. you're going to be in for a hell of a torrential rain because they're doing that because they can feel the rain coming on. They don't want to get wet. Oh, cool. That's good to know. Yeah. The other thing is if you need to get rid of a body, man, you just throw it, throw it in a pig pen. Yep. They eat That's it all. That's another interesting thing about pigs. They eat it all. Everything. They eat every little bit so of peaceful. it. they're so peaceful. Yes, they are. <laughs> they're very peaceful. <laughs> but they eat it all. They are That's... really cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't find them cute. But I find it tasty. I do like, I do like bacon. Definitely. Well, I, th- I think pigs are cute in the same way that pugs are cute. Mm, they're just no. so ugly, they're cute. They're so ugly, they're cute. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All righty. All right. Let's uh, talk about some cooking stuff. I know I've brought this one before, but, you know, I like to bring my cowboy recipes from time to time. That's eight, funny. I brought the same link tonight. Eight cowboy <laughs> recipes. Yeah, let's have a little roundy round with the cowboy recipes. <laughs> the cowboy pie crust. going to have to try this sometime when I want to make pie. Me too. You can you could actually use it not just for making pie, but say you want to make some... Uh, you know, um, the hell's it called? Um, pizza pockets or something? I think this. I think this mm-hmm. would make a good pizza pocket uh, dough. So really, any uh, any any crust. Yeah, any crust. You know, because it is basic crust. It's you know, flour, lard, and egg, and white vinegar and salt, and then you mix it, chill it, and well, cowboys couldn't chill it, so I don't know why they go. You can chill it at this point, but. You, know, you just mix it together, let it sit for a few, and then you know, pat it all out into how you're going to use it. Frontier pudding. Cornmeal, molasses, sugar, butter, cinnamon, apples, chopped up, egg, beaten, baking soda, and some milk. And then you mix all that crap together. Heat it all. They got to heat half the milk and stir it, blah, blah, blah. Follow the recipe. About half an hour later, you get pudding and you can serve it hot or cold the vinegar, vinegar pie. pie is something that i've seen um, made in a video and it did not turn out well <laughs> thing is i'm sure it's like everything else these are these are these recipes here you know cowboy recipes these were for people who lived life rough yeah okay you know they didn't have refrigeration they, you know, they had to make stuff on the fly and they had to, and because if there were leftovers, it had to be portable. You know, where they got mm-hmm. the eggs from, I couldn't tell you. Maybe they were out robbing whatever birds they could get. They could probably trade for that. Mm-hmm. If they were somewhere where there were chickens. You know, but at any rate, these, these recipes here, a lot of these are also the same recipes from the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's it was tasty food, nutritious food. A lot of people don't realize how much nutrition's in there. I mean, take the take the frontier pudding. You got cornmeal, molasses, sugar, butter, cinnamon, apples, eggs, and milk. You mm-hmm. know, that's, that's actually quite good for you. That's that's some seriously good stuff for you. Lots. It's high calorie, but also high nutrition. And then the sugar mm-hmm. in here. You know, all of the sugars in here is, um, 
a lot of the sugars comes from the molasses, not just a teaspoon of regular white sugar, if you could get white sugar. Yeah, you can skip the sugar easily enough. Yeah. Because white Mountain sugar... Mountain oysters. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what they are. They're bull's balls. Yeah, I now I know what mountain oysters are. Yeah, mountain oysters are bull's balls. <laughs> after after castration, the testicles are put in a pot of cold, salted water. They remove the membrane, cut against the grain. They rinse them thoroughly, cook them and heat them in oil in a Dutch oven for frying. Dip them in buttermilk, then dredge in flour, and then fry them until they float. Yep. And, and then they eat them. I'll bet it's, you they probably actually taste pretty good, kind of like cow's tongue. Yes, they probably do, but it's not something I want to eat unless I'm really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> pie, plant pie. Rhubarb, sugar, flour, and butter. There you go. It's a rhubarb pie. I like rhubarb. Yeah, well, you mentioned that already. You like rhubarb. And I'm going to have a lot of rhubarb this year because I moved my rhubarb to a better place. My rhubarb is already starting to leaf out and put out vines. I'm going to have a lot of rhubarb this year. Nice. It's oh, rhubarb also goes really good with chicken. Mm-hmm. Like rhubarb, amazingly well. Rhubarb goes with just about anything. True. And it's very nutritious. Railroad cake. Sugar, butter, Eggs, flour, sweet milk, cream of tartar. You know, you can make your own cream of tartar, right? I have no idea how. I And it took me two days of looking around at shops to find cream of tartar. Oh, cream of tartar is a mixture of baking soda and baking powder. Oh, is it like 50-50? Something like that. Hang on a sec. Let me look it up. It's not quite 50-50. But there's a thing is because cream of tartar, they, they use it all the time. And one time I was like, well, can I make this stuff? And you can, you can make cream of tartar. And it's a, it's a fairly simple recipe. Let's go look it up real quick and let's bring it up here. Well, it's kind of like allspice. Uh, for the longest time, I thought allspice had to be bought, but then I, but then I looked up the ingredients to it and it's just cinnamon, nutmeg, and clove. Yeah. All right. Cream of tartar. All right, let's bring this over here. No, why didn't you move? Hello. It's thinking about it. Uh, yeah, it's not thinking about it fast enough. There you go. It's the magic tune. There it is. All right. Kramatart. Let's bring it over so we can see it. All right. Not many recipes that I come across these days has cream of tartar in it. No. That's why it was okay. so hard for me to find. Teaspoon of cream. Oh, it's lemon juice and lemon juice or vinegar. Substitute. Follow this ratio for every teaspoon of cream of tartar. Two tables. Two teaspoons of lemon juice or vinegar. Cool. Okay, so that's all it is. Cream of tartar substitutes. It's to create the acidity levels. Cream of tartar is like an acid then. For some reason I thought it was baking soda and something else. What the hell? Why are you stuck, you stupid thing? There you go. Okay, that's all we got for it. Okay, two teaspoons of lemon juice. Or vinegar. Or vinegar per per egg white. 
So it's like there are there are ways you have to have to look it all up, but there are ways and stuff online for it. Go away. Now you won't <laughs> but now it. it's been there. It doesn't want to leave. It loves you. Yes. It's like, go away. <laughs> all right. So crematorium. So there are there are ways to create a substitute for it instead of trying to buy. Yeah, it's not a it's not a common thing anymore because not a lot of people use cream of tartar for things. Mm-hmm. A one shot pot, which is basically throw everything in a pot and cook it. Yep, and you can add uh, pasta or rice, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever you just just throw shit in the pot and eat it up. Winter red flannel hash. I've made similar kind of hash, you know. Corned beef, cooked beets, onion, potatoes, corned beef it's hash. It's the beets man. that make it red. Yeah. Yeah, corned beef hash. It's basically corned beef hash. And corned beef hash isn't that bad. You know, add a few spices to tasty. it. Add a few spices to it. If you got a couple of veggies kicking around or some greens, just it basically just throw a bunch of shit in a pot and eat it. So, yeah, those are the cowboy recipes. All right. Maple syrup recipes, sweet and savory. Yeah, I was actually kind of surprised. Like maple teriyaki chicken, maple mustard, maple granola. Mm. Like, those were things I didn't really think about. I mean, maybe maple granola, but not the teriyaki chicken or mustard. Yeah, well. But that actually sounds pretty good when you really think about it and the way that it would taste. Yeah. Problem is, is maple syrup's going to go up dramatically in price over the next couple of years. Yeah, so I need to find some good maples and tap them. We don't have the good maples here for tapping. We've got maples here you can tap, but I hear the um, birch trees we have here make a really good syrup, too. Yeah, I've heard that, too. And I do know a friend that's got a whole field of birch trees that she's offered to let me tap for syrup. Oh, perfect. Now we just need a good tap. Well, the tap they sell the taps at Buckerfields. Cool. And if you don't have if you don't have the nice metal taps, you can make a tap out of any hollow hollow reed. You just got to drill That's a true. you just got to drill a small hole in the tree, tap your little hollow reed in there, and stick a bucket underneath to collect the syrup, or to collect the collect the sap, and then you got to boil it down to syrup. Maple baked beans. Well, every time I make ba- baked beans, I add maple syrup to my baked beans. It always tastes better. Mm-hmm. Maple mustard, never done, never tried that. Could be good. Maple mashed sweet potatoes, well, that'd probably make mashed sweet potatoes taste better. <laughs> I'm not only fo- overly fond of mashed sweet potatoes. That's why I mix them into regular potatoes. That's me too. Maple squash casserole, mm, that could be good with pecans on top. That looks like a pecan pie. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking. It looks more like a pie than part yeah. of a meal. Like, looks like a, looks like a looks pecan like a dessert. pie. <laughs> it looks like a pecan pie to me. Bait in a square pan. <laughs> maple apple crisp. Yeah, well, you know, maple granola. So, yeah, maples, maple maple syrup is a really good all-around thing. Plus, it's highly nutritious for you, and it's, the best, it's one of the best sugars you can add to your meal. It's also one of the things that is most highly uh, robbed right now. Mm-hmm. There's major uh, theft going on with maple right now. Yep, there is. It's amazing how much money it's worth. Oh, yeah. All right, let's go check out rhubarb bread. I think this would taste fantastic. 
Well, I like I like banana rhubarb bread. Banana rhubarb. That sounds pretty good too. Your grandma makes it all the time. Don't think I've tried it. Hmm. Oh, you probably have in the past. It's a really it's a really tasty uh, banana bread. Just, I, uh, then I probably have tried it and just thought it was banana bread. <laughs> yeah, that's because you can't taste the rhubarb because the bananas are ah. overpowering. Yeah. I can see that making just plain plain rhubarb bread. All right, let's go pop into peas and eggs fried rice. We'll just leave that. That's nothing. One year shelf life <laughs> vitamin bar for your stockpile. Yeah, this is actually quite an easy recipe, and most people probably have just about every ingredient here except maybe one or two. Well, let's see what we got: sunflower seeds, almonds. Dried cranberries, oats, honey, almond butter, coconut oil, turmeric. Hey, I grew turmeric successfully. Mm -hmm. If I'd have harvested it sooner, I would have got more of them. I forgot about it. I left it. In the, I left in the. I grew them in pots, and I finally remembered them. The remembered them about a week ago, and I emptied the pots out. And I actually fetched quite a few turmerics in there, really big ones, oh. larger than the ones you get in the store. Nice. I got to do a better job of it this year. I'll plant them again, and then I'll, uh, I'll I'll harvest them in the fall. But my turmeric grew well, and I got and I got a whole shitload of uh, sunchokes. Or sunchokes. They're also known as um, Jerusalem artichoke. Oh, okay. It's a tuber, and you you treat them like a potatoes. Um, okay. And they're highly nutritious, and they grow really well in a pot. Never, ever, 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 ever put them in your garden bed. Did I say never will put them in your over? garden bed? Yeah, yeah, they will. And you'll never get rid of them once they once they <laughs> once they get into your garden bed. You'll never get rid of them. They'll be there forever. You know, uh, unless you continually pluck them up in the spring, because if you don't pluck them mm. up when they first send up their initial shoot. You can't get the bastard out of the ground. You have <laughs> so to like dig, bamboo. You, you, you got to dig down to get them. But, oh, so like blackberries. So if you if you put them in a pot, though, they'll produce a whole bunch of little tubers in the pot. I think I probably got like about mm, two pounds, two pounds of them in the in the one pot I grew them in. Very nice. You know, and they're a nice nutritional item. You can leave them in the pots all winter. You know, um, and then dig them out as you need them for food. There's just awesome. some. There's just some things you want to understand, folks. We you're gonna have to. You're gonna need to understand all the different things you can eat because all the shit you're used to buying in the grocery store is not going to be as available as it used to. Used to be. We're already running low. <clears throat> yeah. We've been running low for the last year. Most people haven't realized because the stores have managed to pull out their stock, but they're going to mm -hmm. run out of that stock within the next year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the prices, of course, have been going up fucking astronomically. Yeah. You know, you almost have to take out a second mortgage to go to the grocery store nowadays. Yep. Used to be. We're already running low. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, We've why did it do that? There we go. Stop that. Making noise. All right. On to talking about food storages. That leads us right into talking about our food, food supply. And yep, folks, 
it is mainstream media now. Mainstream media knows about the food food shortages finally. And even the illustrious Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe, has admitted to it. Yes, but it's only because of what's going on right now in Ukraine. Uh, it's not because of anything else. No, no, no. Yeah, here we go. Because, of course, a food shortage can happen over the span of a month. Yeah, here we go. Biden answered when, can you say whether, here's the question to Biden, can you say whether there, whether there's the conversion, convert, whether there's the conversation is a turn to the subject of, what the fuck? The reporter didn't <laughs> ask a coherent question. Can you say whether there's the conversation is a turn to the subject of food shortages and what is the U.S. will do and what the U.S. will do to address wheat shortages in particular as a result of this? That's not even a coherent question. Sure, it is. It's a Bidenese question. Yes, and he answered it. With yes, regard it's to a Bidenese question. With regard to food shortages, yes, we did talk about food shortages, and it's going to be real. <laughs> no, that's a direct Teleprompter go. Yeah, that, that. Teleprompter, I choose you. Yes, and he went on to explain how he was working on efforts to worsen the food shortages around the world, literally saying. Oh, <clears throat> and we both talked about how we could increase and disseminate more rapidly food shortages. Oh, Bidenese. I don't think Bidenese is going to be leaving our, our no. mind mind thoughts for a while. No, no. Uh, so at any rate, because it's in the mainstream now, people are mm -hmm. people are being woken up to it. Not that we've been we haven't it's not like we've been preaching this for two years now. Sixty five No, we don't know six, anything. No, not quite two years. We're on sixty seven episodes, so it's just over a year. We've just been preaching it on this show for over a year. Yeah, but so, we've known about it for over two years. I've known about it for over two years. I, I've known about it for three or four years, but I got serious about it just over two years ago. Just as yeah. we were headed into the fucking lockdowns is when I got serious about it. I almost got caught flat-footed at that moment because I had hit some financial difficulties as I was burning through my food stocks thinking, oh, I'll just stock them back up the way I always had. And then shit hit the fan. And it's been a constant shit hits the fan scenario for the last two years. Every time we get something under control, something else goes wrong. And what else is on the in the queue? Well, let's talk about fertilizers. And lack of fertilizer means lack of food. It means a serious lack of food. And a lot of people don't realize it. The other thing that's happening is with the price of oil and everything else gone skyrocket. Lack of machinery to do the job that men aren't, oh, mankind is mostly unwilling to do because it's, it's hard. Not, not unwilling to do, incapable of doing. Okay. That's true. The fields are a lot larger. The, so, fields, yeah, are no, the fields are no longer five acres in size where a man with yeah. his horse could plow them in a couple of days. You know, yeah. the fields are now hundreds of acres in size. And you need machinery that burns through diesel at a rate of about, you know, several hundred gallons a day. I saw an article mm -hmm. a day or so ago. Farmer was talking about, you know, last year at this time, it cost me $270 to fill up my tractor. 
This year, it cost me $720 to fill up my tractor. Bloody hell. Okay. That's a hell of an increase. And that's an input that goes into... That's an input that goes into the cost of the finished product that's sold. Yeah. You know, the harvest. The other thing is the inputs of the fertilizer. And fertilizer is skyrocketed in price when they can get it. Many farmers can't even get the fertilizer they need, so they're just opting not to plant because if they plant without the fertilizer, they won't get the harvest yield. They won't get the yield they need to make money on the crop. And there's no yeah. point in doing it if they can't make a profit on it because they can't go into debt. You know, they mm -hmm. got to make a profit. So, and what that's going to mean is it's going to get real at the end of this year's harvest. You know, this year's harvest. Hang on. Hello? Did I lose you? Nope. But, uh, but my my partner there that helped me out with that where we were pruning the trees just found my texted me and found my headphone <laughs> oh perfect she's just finishing up there and she found my headphone in, in amongst the trees i was there for the mess you didn't lose it after all no no it's not lost there you go little things <laughs> little things are little things are starting to go better so yeah so fertilizer is a big one and this article here talks about this this shortage and again, and the Bidenese. And, and the Bidenese quote. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Bidenese. It's like Biden is, he's a never, never ending flow of uh, great stuff. I need to start clipping his, his speeches because they're just fucking hilarious. I actually have a great video for later in the show. <laughs> okay, well, we'll get to that. All right, but what you can do on your small local scale, meaning your backyard or your one or two acres you might have if you're lucky enough to have that much real estate, you can start out by planting 11 fast-growing vegetables so you can get some nutrition relatively quickly. Okay. That and if you live close to a forest, mm -hmm. which uh, a lot of people in Canada actually do, yeah. uh, if you live close to a forest, learn what you can harvest from the forest nearby. Yes. Well, you better learn it quick because you got to remember, we'll take, um, let's take Victoria. That's a bigger city. If one-tenth of the 80,000 population knows about the stuff in the forest lands that are nearby within reasonable access distance. That's 8,000 people. Okay. And if that 8,000 people heads to the forest to collect that shit, how fast do you think it's going to disappear? Because there's going to be people that don't recognize the fact that you can't harvest all of it in one shot. You must, you must only harvest one third of it. If you take so more, add into you, that the ability to navigate through forests without getting lost, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> you got you got to get into the deeper forest. You have to get up here to where the Couch and Valley is, to where the population is only about ten thousand, and well, virtually sixty percent of the population here knows that information. The other sixty percent just arrived here in the last two or three years from the city, so they still know shit, and they're trying to turn it into a city. What was it we had yeah. the other time? You know, people were. There, there's, there's not too far from town 
probably a good two or three kilometers into the forest, there's a place where people go shoot their guns. Well, some of the some of the newly arrived uh, city-fied folks are panicking. Oh my God! There's gunfire going on. Oh my gosh! Really? Oh, yeah. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. That happens. Uh, oh my God! Somebody's riding a motorcycle down the street and then they disappeared into the forest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, welcome, welcome to the country where we have like five RCMP officers covering a 500 square mile area, and you're lucky if you see the motherfuckers. If you called them yep. for an emergency, you'd be lucky if they showed up in an hour. Hey, you're more likely to get them to show up faster if you offer free beer. Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it's. But the thing, the point being, is here though the people know what to take when to take it. Yes, and they know to leave stuff behind. Mm-hmm. Because you got if you if you strip the forest clean, you have nothing, there's nothing for next. There's go. nothing left for next year. Yeah. And that's the problem of citified folks. They just don't understand the way the system works, the way the way it all works together as a coherent system. All right, let's talk about some of these fast-growing crops you can plant, though. Arugula, which is actually pretty good. I like arugula. It's pretty tasty. It tastes a bit like lettuce with a slightly bitter taste. Yeah, it is pretty good. Radishes. And radishes, radishes are one of the quickest growing crops, man. These these can be up and ready in 30 days. You know, they make can, me think of mini onions. Yes, and they taste kind of like mini onions, too, with a different kind of bite. Green onions, actually green onions, you, you can plant them, and once they're growing, they pretty much continue to fucking grow. Yeah, if you don't pull them up by the roots, you just, like, cut them. You'll have constant green onion because yeah. if you cut them and leave enough for them to continue growing, they'll yeah. just keep growing. They'll just keep growing. You can also pluck out a few of them for the really good green onion itself instead of just the top. Yeah. You can pluck a few from the sides, and they'll keep growing them from the center. Yep. You know, you just got to do it right. Kale, well, I've already learned what you can do with kale. <laughs> It's like the Energizer Bunny of the veggie world. <laughs> it, it literally is the Energizer Bunny of the veggie world, man. And I'm growing a really cool one this year. I planted seeds for dinosaur kale. Ooh, that would be interesting. really super huge-ass leaves. Bigger, nice. than, bigger than the ones I grew last year. So, And I'm going to see how big a kale plant I can grow out of the dinosaur kale. I want to see if I can I wanna... get it. I want to see if I can get a 10-foot-tall kale plant. I want to see a leaf that you can use as an umbrella. Um, <laughs> sunflower seed leaves for the giant sunflower seeds. If you if you let those ones, those ones are almost umbrella size. But the kale, actually, the kale one would almost be umbrella size. The, the leaves that I were growing when I finally cropped down my kale plant, they were yeah. growing like a, a foot across and about a foot about about a foot and a half, almost two feet long. Oh well, in that case, need to. Can grow a leaf large enough to use as a tent. Yeah, we might be able to do a kale. We'll see what we can do. Kale is once you get a kale plant established, and if you only take the leaves from the bottom of the plant, it just keeps growing. And every as it gets bigger, the leaves get bigger. You know, initially you might have to take you know a dozen leaves to have useful kale. Then it's only half a dozen. Then it's like three, and then it eventually got to the point where I'd take one leaf, and that was all I needed. <laughs> It keeps growing and growing and yeah. growing. <laughs> and it's very nutritious stuff. You just got to cook it right. The biggest thing about kale is you got to cook it right. Although I bake hear it, it makes... Some, so, bake it with some salt and, and oil on it. Makes amazing chips. 
Yeah, well, that's what I've heard is it makes chips, but I, I usually I usually slice it up and cook it like spinach or uh, or uh, collard greens. Or what like I do it. is, or what I do is I chop it finely and mix it into my spaghetti sauce. Mm. So, spinach. I've had I've had hit and miss success with spinach. Me too. Zucchinis. Well, zucchinis are a warm warm weather crop. Once zucchini starts growing, you won't be able to get rid of it fast enough. <laughs> Because yes, I've gotten many a free zucchini. They make they are very versatile. Mm-hmm. They are very versatile and they're very tasty. I mean, this year they when are. I this year when I get a bumper crop of zucchini, I'm going to be slicing, dicing, and freeze drying and powderizing it. That's a good idea. Yeah, you know, because because once it's powderized, once it's freeze dried and powderized. Then it's then it becomes more dense, and you can use it in more stuff. You can use it in your sauces and your soups and everything else to thicken them up and add that much more nutrition to your food. Yes, a freeze dryer has changed my whole world on what I'm going to do with the crops I grow. Turnips, mm. and I like turnips. I don't really like them much by themselves, but they're really good when you boil them with potatoes and then mash them with potatoes. Good to know. I don't think I've ever used a turnip before. Yeah. And I grow turnips. Turnips are easy to grow. I grew a lot of them last year. Cherry tomatoes. Uh, they're supposed to grow fast, but, you know, I've had minimal success with cherry tomatoes. I've had better success with other tomatoes. Mustard greens. I love mustard greens. Mustard greens are freaking fantastic. Cress, I've never had success with cress. And bok choy, I've tried growing that. I haven't had any success with bok choy either. <laughs> so, hey, anyway, those are some quick growing greens. All right, it is time for us to take a bit of a break. Actually, we got two. We'll get the two stocking Yeah, let's, let's get these out of the way, and then we'll take our break, and uh, we'll come back with our deep dive rabbit holes. All right, 10 things you need to stock up on you can. Is this a list that has things like sewing needles and thread? I don't know. I think it is. Ammo. Let's Definitely see. Bleach. Ammo. Bleach. Need lots of bleach. Stock yep, up on needles bleach. and thread. Stock up on bleach. Uh, make sure you get the unscented bleach. Just plain, simple bleach. You know, the more you have, I mean, it lasts forever. And and uh, it can be used in so many ways down the road. Needles and thread, I've got those coming out my ass. Uh, something for people to be aware of, hmm? don't get the dollar store needles because no. they do very easily break. You want to spend the little extra money and hmm. get the good sewing needles. Get get those, yeah. My needles, I have, I have needles going back 40 years. I've been collecting needles and thread since I was a teenager when I actually used to <laughs> sew. And I've managed to not lose most of them over the years. Perfect. Jars and other reusable containers. All kinds of jars. Seeds, you definitely want all kinds of seeds. And learn how to gather your own seed. And store them. And store them. Gloves, gloves, and more gloves, and then some more gloves, and even more gloves, and more gloves, because you're going to need gloves, and you need all kinds of gloves, leather gloves, gardening gloves, latex gloves, rubber gloves, kitchen gloves, cold weather gloves, 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 mm -hmm. gloves, gloves, unless, you, unless you've got 
the hands of an auto mechanic, which I no longer have. I miss my hands as an auto mechanic. I'm slowly <laughs> gaining calluses again. Oh, look at that. I've got a new callus forming on my on the palm of my hand. <laughs> um, when I was a mechanic, I didn't need gloves for anything. I didn't even need a heat pad for using my cast iron skillet. I could just grab. Awesome. I could just grab my cast iron skillet after I've been frying bacon for fifteen minutes. I grab my cast iron skillet and hold it, and I say, hand it to somebody. They'd fry their hand. It's like, oh, oh. I had I had <laughs> massive callus pads when I was a mechanic. Unlike today's mechanics, who are basically pussies, because I've seen them in the shops. They're wearing these latex gloves. It's like they're actually required to by law now because uh, people were getting sick from the carcinogens, and they are supposed to wear the gloves. And if you don't wear the gloves, then you have to sign a waiver. I'd sign the fucking waiver. But I'm thinking, I was a mechanic for almost 20 years, and there were never mechanics I knew that got sick from carcinogens. And oh, you're I, just the walking dead, that's all. I, I worked with mechanics. <laughs> when I started as a mechanic in my late teens, the vast majority of the mechanics I was working with and for were 40, 50, and 60 years old. And, yeah. they, and they'd been mechanics their whole lives. And those were the ones that, and of course, when I started as a mechanic, that was back in the days when you went to, you pulled a brake drum off the rear brakes and it was full of dust and you took an air hose and you blew it all off into the air. Yep. With no suction thing no, going with on. With no suction thing going on or anything else. You just blew it all off and it filled the, it filled the room full of a big cloud of brake dust. Which, of course, was asbestos and all kinds of other crap. Yep. You know, so it's like, uh, they're pussified. That's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. Every trade has been pussified, even the freaking welders, and they're the toughest of the bunch currently. No, the mechanics were tougher than welders. Yeah, right. Yes, mechanics are way <laughs> fucking tougher than welders, man. Nah. Especially heavy-duty mechanics. Heavy-duty mechanics, I'll give you that one. But not the regular mechanics, sorry. Yes, even, the regu even the regular mechanics. Nope. I, could, I could arm wrestle a welder and fucking put him <laughs> down every time. All right, baking soda. You want to stock up on baking soda. Lots and lots of baking yep. soda. Candles. Stock up on lots and lots of candles. And Try even when your candles are down to the nubs, save the nubs. Create can, new candles. You can melt them down. And if you need and if you need a tip on how to create your own wicks, go out and buy a cotton mop. The Such good, a cool tip, man. The cool the good cheap cotton mops like they like they use in industrial settings, you know, those big giant sloppy mops that they use from in, in that they used to use in 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 uh ho or not hotels but in uh hospitals and other places a big sloppy copy cotton mops you buy one of those it's a cotton wick it's exactly the same as those high-end expensive cotton wicks they sell you in in stores it's the exact same uh, cotton and it's about the same thickness just to add to that don't bother buying the whole mop just get the mop head replacement yes. it'll save you about 10 bucks well, yeah, the mop head, the mop head replacement <laughs> is what I'm talking about. The mop head replacement. It costs three and a half bucks. Well, it used to cost three and a half bucks. They're probably four bucks now. But when uh, I bought, they're about seven bucks now. Oh shit! Well, when I bought mine, yeah. when I bought mine, I bought two of them. They were three and a half bucks each. So I've got two of them. And they're tossed. They're tossed in a cabinet, and they're just. And I use them strictly for making uh, uh, wicks and other things I need cotton string for. 
Just got to make sure you get the cotton ones and not the synthetic fiber ones. Yeah. All right. Trash bags. Yes, you will want trash bags. Lots of good uses for trash bags. So many uses, surprisingly. Duct tape. You can fix anything with duct tape. <laughs> Everything can be fixed with duct tape. I seem to remember a kid once that made all kinds of crazy shit out of duct tape. Shirts, wallets, backpacks, everything. I made yeah. everything you out of duct every, tape. I love made, that stuff. You made everything. It's like every time I need my duct tape, where's my duct tape? Oh, well, no. At least there's something useful made from my duct tape. <laughs> books. You'll want books. Books, 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 and more books. And books on gardening, books on self-preservation, books on making stuff. Books, books, books. Get books. Also, fantasy books to remove you from this world for when you need to escape. Yes, fantasy books too. You need you need the other books too, but you need books on how to do stuff too. Yes, that's true. All right. Final one we've got here before we go take our little bit of a break is the ugly truth about prepping. This is the truth they don't want you to know. I remember reading this, but I don't remember everything that the guy said. All right. <clears throat> All right. Now, prepping, you know, everyone sees it through the rose-colored glasses, blah, blah, blah. Um, when you're prepping, the stuff you're prepping for, might, might you might not be the catastrophe you prep for. That's one problem with yeah. prepping. Okay, you know, you might say you say you you know you've prepped up for um, earthquake and it's just the world ending, gas shortages and food shortages. Well, you're sort of prepped for it because you got the food, but maybe not the gas. You know, one of the things you'll have to deal with is if shit really truly truly hits the fan, is what are you gonna do about the people who show up at your door because they knew you were a prepper and they think you got enough shit to take care of them. You'll have to turn them away, and that's going to break your heart. And break your heart, man. Break your heart, turn them away. And then if they don't turn away, you might have to kill them. Yep. So there's a problem. You know, um, that's why if you're a massive prepper, you got to kind of keep it on the down low as much as you can. Those that do know about you, you will become a target. Entirely possible. And very likely, if shit really hits the fan. If shit truly hits the fan, you will become a target. You know, and not just of your neighbors, but you could become a target of your governments. You know, if governments discover it, they'll come in and try and confiscate your shit. And that is gonna, also true. And what are you going to do? Let them confiscate it or go down fighting? Take your pick. Well, if you go down fighting, at least you won't starve to death. Nope, you won't starve to death if you go down fighting. One thing about pre prepping, you can't prepare for everything. You can prepare for as that's, many things as you can, but not everything. That's why you make friends yep. and connections, people yep. you can trust. Try to make friends with all your neighbors in your neighborhood and find out who has skills that you don't have and you have skills that they don't have so that you'll be able to trade in time of emergency and you know help each other out through it. You need a community. I like this one here. Your family is not a fighting force. In other words, they're not an army. 
That makes sense. You know, and this is a really good description in here because they talk about, you know, the army, military, when they go out to do a battle on something, they have what's known as acceptable losses. Yeah. Knowing that there's certain events, they're going to lose so many people. How many people in your family are you prepared to lose? Look around and at each other and decide who is acceptable loss. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. Kind so of impossible in the family. It's impossible. So anyway, this is a really interesting article to check out and look at. All right, I think it's time to take a bit of a break so I can uh, refill my uh, glass of wine and uh, empty my squirrel bladder. And we shall listen to... What do we want to listen to tonight? Repeat. Something on repeat. Well, we'll listen to this one. Drop your pants next to the bed. That's just what the woman said. Look upon her face, so it's mighty boy. Drop your toys and stay a while. She said, come here with a smile. Told her I was not that kind of boy. I was just a boy of teens. It was yesterday, it seems. Walking down the street after a dance By the corner stood a girl With her hair all up in curls Promotion to me wasn't hard to grasp Well, she had things I'd never seen And Lord knows I was pretty green She motioned me to follow her sweet path She said, honey, come upstairs I knelt and said my prayers As I closed the door, here's what she said to me Come here, you sweet thing Drop your pants next to the bed That's just what the woman said The look upon her face was mighty coy Drop your drawers and stay a while She said, come here with a smile Told her I was not that kind of boy Well, I knew not what to do So I just removed my shoes After all I didn't know her well I was nervous as could be But she smiled so patiently The room was cool but I was hot as hell Drop your pants next to the bed That's just what the woman said The look upon her face was mighty coy Drop your drawers and stay a while She said come in with a smile Told her I was not that kind of boy Morning lifted up my eyes Across my fingers gave a sigh All at once came someone to the door A voice pounded at the air I know my daughter's in there She said calmly as my bare feet hit the floor Drop your pants next to the bed That's just what the woman said Look upon the face of mighty boy Drop your drawers and stay a while She said, come in with a smile Told her I was not that kind of boy Well, I told her I was not that kind of boy Well, I told her I was not that kind of boy Yeehaw! Yeehaw! All right, look, I just made it back just in time. Perfect some reason my wine bottle was almost empty and I had to go fetch another one. <laughs> Why is the wine always empty? Why is the rum always empty? 
That's one of my oh, favorite. I think I that's one of my. That's one of, it, sliding down your gullet. That's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite lines in all movies I've ever seen. Why is the rum always gone? Yes, as he's <laughs> trying to find a bottle of rum that's full. All right, let's wander into some wonderful things here. All right. Really cool things for me. Um, we I've got, I've should got definitely one. check out the memes for Will Smith for the yeah. Will Smith slap. All right, hang on a second here. I've got one here. Okay. Why is global warming good for us? Oh, I remember this. Oh, I think I've brought this one before. Global warming is good for us, folks, because it puts CO two in the atmosphere, and plants love CO two. That's why it's good for us. That's what it boils yeah. down to. Isn't that what made the plant so giant in Jurassic Age was all the CO2? There you go. And the picture below it, people with epic timing. I love that. Yep. The bicycle seat was having way more fun than him. <laughs> all right. Let's see what the, all the memes that Will Slap seat. The Will Slap. Will you Smith heard about slap. the whole Will Smith thing, didn't you? Fuck. You may, pretty much had to be under a goddamn rock. <laughs> It sure changed. Yeah, it sure, Some people it, miss big things. It sure changed the narrative. You know, it removed it removed the the war the the war in Ukraine and several other things got removed from the headlines for a brief few hours. Yeah. And of course, you know, yeah. Will Smith. That's uh, my my favorite my favorite thing in that was you know why are you defending the honor of a woman who has no honor? I don't understand that, but okay. She cuckolded him cheated on him with her son with his son's best friend oh and openly, yeah, i don't follow celebrities so i don't catch all that stuff no well, i can't I, I don't follow them either it's just that that sort of shit shows up in my timeline from time to time especially ah. in the manosphere because you know we're always always making fun of the cucks out there will smith's a massive cuck he's a big fucking cuckold pussy okay I have, well, no, I, still I have no respect was... for him anymore. I used to respect him, but let's go check him out. These are some pretty awesome memes if you yeah, keep scrolling down. that one's kind of lame. <laughs> Jesse Smollett, Jesse Smollett. <laughs> that one's actually funny. Uh, Peter Parker, see if the Will Smith stopped in the university suit. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> that one's kind of neat. Probably staged, but I had to make a meme. Okay. <laughs> that one's actually funny. Turn down for what? <laughs> okay, that wasn't that good. The, the might of will, yeah. You know what's funny, though, is if you look at the close-up of it, he pulled that slap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one's actually kind of funny. Yeah, meh. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah. I said some of them were pretty awesome. Hmm. Either way, though, there's some pretty good ones here. I like that one the best. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm sure the memes won't stop rolling in for quite a while. 
Oh, they'll be they'll be rolling. They're constantly rolling in right now. I still see them in my Twitter feed. Yeah, they were. Uh, there's some. There was one or two that were okay there. It was a bit lame, but I wasn't overly. It's like the first time I saw it, when I when it first popped up there. I went okay, and I'm looking at it because they they showed at first it popped up with the unedited clip of it, you know, of. Uh, Chris Rock making the joke and I'm sitting there listening to it. And I didn't get the joke. I actually thought he was serious that there was some new new um what's it call it Jane uh GI Jane movie. I thought there was a new GI Jane movie being made because I could just see it in this world because of all the stupidity coming out of Hollywood. Yeah. I just assumed that they were going to make a new GI Jane movie with a black woman. Oh, I just probably I yeah, just, now that the idea has been set out there, they're probably going to do yeah, it. Yeah, I, that's what I thought was going to happen, and I looked at it, and then and then and then I saw some eyeballs back and forth, and of course, you know, Smith was uh, busy laughing, and then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, he gets up, walks up on stage, and slaps. I was thinking, what the fuck did he slap him for? What did he do? Because I missed it entirely. You know, I didn't realize that Rock was making a joke about his wife there that had cuckolded him about her uh, alopecia, you know, mm -hmm. about her bald head being G.I.J. I didn't even understand it. So it just it blew right over my head because I, that's how much I followed the shit. <laughs> and I thought, wow, man, he slapped him. And then when the story rolled out, I went, oh, okay, well, good for, good for cuck Will for defending a woman who has no honor to defend. Because she has no well, honor. Remove the, pe remove the people involved. I think that that is, a, in my opinion, it's a acceptable thing for a man to do when he when he's standing up for his wife. No, it's it, kind of it's kind of expected, isn't it? Well, it's you expected. Pick, you, it's, you, it's, attack it's, someone, you attack it's a man's a, wife; he's going to attack you. Isn't that kind of how it's been for generations? Yes, but if your if your wife has no honor, why are you defending her? Why are you even still with her to begin with? But. You know, like I said, remove the people, only look at the actions. Well, in the action-wise, I suppose it's perfectly normal. It's perfectly normal and natural, because that's what mm -hmm. a man does. You attack his wife. He 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 comes at you. He comes at you hard. That's that's how it's been for since the beginning of time when men have been dragging women around by their hair. You know. If we ever actually did that. Well, Not we're so going sure to we're go with that meme. You know, we're going to go with the caveman okay. meme of the man dragging a woman around by her hair while she's busy <laughs> hanging onto his balls and she's actually dragging him around because women <laughs> have been dragging men around their balls since the beginning of time. <laughs> you know, but yeah. So at any rate. All right. Let's see what DeSantis is up to. I actually really liked reading this because DeSantis has given the opposers of the parental rights and education bill, which is being called the anti-gay bill for some reason. Mm -hmm. He's given them a serious what for. Like He's basically saying that if the people opposing this bill are all of the groomers of the world, then I wear yep. this as a badge of, of pride. Yep. He's not backing down. He's definitely standing up for this. I really enjoy seeing it. It's mm. really too bad, though, because I'm pretty sure he's going to be dead by the end of the year. He's just mm. not going with the program. No, he's not going with the program. He, he, he'll be fine if he stays in Florida as the governor. If he decides to run for president, then he's fucked. Yeah, but even staying as governor in Florida, he's gotten so much attention. And mm. 
I don't think he's going to be alive much longer, or at least I don't think he's going to be in the in the powerful position much longer. Well, he, he should just stay away from hot tubs and small planes and uh, kayaks. Driving and driving his own car. Yes, and driving his own car, especially if it's a mo- especially if it's a modern car that has all the electronics yeah. in it. So. Yeah, he should just walk everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's three minutes long, man. I don't want to watch him sit there and open fucking a dozen pens. Does he say anything? I don't know. I never actually bothered watching it. I just read it because right above it is all the words that um, he signed. He, he just signed the parental rights bill. Okay. Yeah. He, he signed all the pen, all, all the thing in different pens, and then he's handing out the pens to the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because you know, ki- kids like pens. No, well, kids like anything. But yeah. It. Hmm. I just think it's pretty cool. Wanted to bring well, that forward. Yeah, he's doing he's doing some really great work down there in Florida. I mean, that Florida's Florida's got the best um, the best gun rights laws in the nation. You know, they they've moved from the uh, cast the castle doctrine to where you can hunt people down in the streets and kill them for fucking looting. Oh, well, not hunt them down, but if if people are looting if people are looting businesses, they now have the right to fucking kill them. That's how it should be. Yes, well, I know that's how it was once upon a time, but of course, mm-hmm. over the over the last seventy five years since the end of World War II, the the gun guntards have been rapidly trying to strip away all the guns from everybody, not understanding the fact that when only the government owned guns, you're totally fucked. The last one I have here is <clears throat> a duck. Walks through the maternity ward with ten babies in tow because it gave, it it, ha- it hatched its eggs in an enclosed uh, thing, uh, belt not balcony enclosed patio, and the only way out was through the maternity ward. And I just thought it was freaking adorable. Cool. <laughs> they had to be walked through the maternity ward, Mama yeah. Mama Duck and her babies. Mm-hmm. Just a random happy little thing. Yeah, well, it's not actually a video though. Oh, it is. is? That, there it is. Not overly great video, but you know, it's it's adorable. Yeah, somebody who doesn't know how to use their fucking camera. Why don't they turn the goddamn thing sideways so we can actually see what's going on? Well, that would take intelligence and forethought and you know, stuff that most people don't have. Uh huh. I like ducks, they're cute, they live a very interesting life. Come on, kids. Where the fuck up, man? What the hell's your problem? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much like walking with kids, too. You walk 20 paces, it's like, where the fuck are my goddamn kids? <laughs> yep. Damn gotta, fucking... keep, gotta, gotta keep turning around and keep an eye on them. Yeah, gotta keep an eye on the damn kids. I need you to keep this front door open. I wonder if ducks count their babies. Oh, that's what it looked like the duck was doing. It looked like she turned around and counted them. Make sure are they still all there? All right, they're still all here. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you just bed, don't mess bed. with mama ducks either, man. Mama ducks are vicious. Yeah. Although not as vicious as swans. Swans yeah. have teeth. Did you know swans have teeth? Wherever no, she I didn't wants know to that. Go. There we go. The ducks are out. We're going to do the babies. All right. 
That's cute. All right. <clears throat> All right, let's see what we've got here. We've got some good night left nut. Good night left nut. And it's only playing in my left ear. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what we've got for the left nuts. Oh, God, yeah, okay. I heard about this. Yes, tech censorship is happening. We can't do anything about it because they have more money than we do. Yeah, this was very interesting. Uh, when he was, when it, he asked a... about the three most recent things that uh, Biden has said that the that the news had to completely oppositely spin, he said no, that didn't happen. Yeah, none, none of the three occurred. <laughs> All right, taking questions whether his repeated misstatements were showing doubt, but Biden was apparently unaware his statements were walked back. Are you worried that other leaders in the world are going to start to doubt that America is back? And blah, blah, blah. What's getting walked back? When Dusty reminded Biden, he said, none of those three occurred. Okay, so what three things <laughs> happened? I'll correct several alleged misstatements. First, Biden appeared to tell America forces they were going to Ukraine. Yes, I remember that. That was quite funny. <laughs> the White House said, no, that's not true. They're not going to Ukraine. They're going to Poland. Second, Biden appeared to say that the U.S. and NATO were prepared to use chemical weapons in Ukraine. <laughs> the thing is, see, Biden no longer, he, he no longer has that brain-to-mouth filter, which is no. what happens to those that are suffering from dementia, as, mm -hmm. we, as we know from personal experience from dealing with your grandpa. That brain-to-mouth yep. filter was no longer there. And, anything, and if you try to tell them that they're wrong or mistaken on anything... Whew. No, that Mission. never happens. That never happened, man. I'm not wrong. I'm mistaken. This is the truth. But if they have information, they don't know how to not say it if they're not supposed to. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm willing to bet that this is a true statement, except for we don't want them to know that we're the ones that are going to use it. We're going to blame Russia. <laughs> it's going to be Russia's fault if chemical weapons are used in Ukraine. It's not us. It's not a false flag. No, that never happened. We would never also, create false flags. Anyone also, Biden at, uh, calling for regime change in Russia. The White House said that was not the official stance of the U.S. government. Yes, it is the official stance of the U.S. government. They just can't admit to it. Yeah, because absolutely that's, is. That's, that's asking for trouble. Yes, I we, <laughs> we got. I got to start capturing the Biden videos and holding them for shows because they're just sometimes they're just so fucking funny. I have a video I wanted to share. Just got to find it. Give me a moment here. You know what the best part about all this shit is? What? Is this is gone.
getting harder and harder to find any information on the Wuhan flu. <laughs> the only thing I found was the FDA authorizing a second booster shot for all Americans over the age of 50. Because, yeah. you know, got to kill them gotta, all off. Got to kill them all, man. Got to kill them all. We haven't killed enough of them. <laughs> yes. And the thing is, is they're, they're, they, they're burying all of the facts that are out there. What little facts are still available they're burying them as fast as they can because oh, yeah. people are dying left, right, and center. I mean, we just had a uh, just had a um, famous footballer that suddenly had myocarditis. You know, oh, oh, it was the rock singer. What was the rock singer? Um, Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Rocker. Yes, his he, heart was uh, like eighty percent larger than it was supposed to be or something a friend of mine is actually really upset about the death of this guy well that's because there are fans of the foo fighters i i, I kind of like yeah. the foo fighters they're a pretty decent band but yeah. um he was he was triple jabbed and he also fought the jab he only got the jab for the benefit of the bands so they could finish their tour yeah he, he tried and not, now he's dead and now he's dead but Although they, he they've died, been saying he, it's a drug overdose. That's right, and of course, because he died in Bogota, Colombia, it makes it easy to blame a uh, uh, drug overdose because, of course, everyone yeah. knows what comes out of Bogota. I found the one I wanted to bring of Biden. Okay, it's it? under the Great Reset, Build Back Better, mm -hmm. and it's called. Great rundown of what Biden says that the M5M has to save him from. It's. Uh, did you find it? Yep, yeah, got it. Loading up. Okay. So, just let her play. Hey, we'll if you're trying to get in shape, stop scrolling for a second. After the ad. And listen to me. I got yeah. something that's very easy Bacon. for you to do. One of these so-called yeah. healthy foods can kill a guy's T levels, which is his number one fat-burning muscle building. Okay, we'll skip that ad. I could have picked it out. It starts out with him eating pizza. Here's what I mean. In the lead up to Russia's attack on Ukraine, President Biden stressed that economic sanctions were not meant to deter Putin's invasion of the country. Let's get something straight. You remember, if you covered me from the very beginning, I did not say that, in fact, the sanctions would deter him. Sanctions never deter. <laughs> but that was the polar opposite of what the White House messaging had been over and over again. But that's not all. President Biden just informed the international... Okay, we we got to stop right there, simply because that brings to mind, you know, the sanctions are not mm -hmm. deterring. They rarely ever deter, if yeah. ever. And what's happening is it is killing the petrodollar. Yeah. Okay, and that is because as of this Friday, Putin will no longer accept U.S. dollars for purchase of Russian goods. You Ooh. must you must buy Russian goods in uh, rubles, gold, or Bitcoin. That's going to be rough. Considering that Russia supplies 50 to 80 percent of the oil and natural gas to Western Europe, mm -hmm. 20 percent of the wheat of the world comes out of Russia, and many, many, many other products. Oh, Russia also has a hold on the fertilizer in the globe. 
Mm-hmm. The most of our fertilizer came out of Russia. Yeah. Yeah, that was something I've been thinking about. A lot of our fertilizer comes from there. But what they've done here is they successfully are killing the petrodollar and turning the ruble into a solid backed currency. Because now the Pretty ruble. smart, actually. I wouldn't call that smart on the U.S.'s part because without the petrodollar, the U.S. dies. I'm talking about Russia. Oh, well, Russia, well, he had no choice. He had no choice because, well, they've already cut him off from all of the financial systems for U.S. dollars. So it's like, well, Mm -hmm. you cut me off. You won't let me use U.S. dollars. So fuck you. You want my goods? Give me rubles, which means they have to buy rubles to give him rubles. Okay, understand that they got to go buy rubles on the open market and then give him back the rubles. So they got to trade whatever currency they have for rubles and give him the rubles. And that makes his rubles, his currency, worth more money. Or they got to go buy Bitcoin or they got to go buy gold. Either way. Either way, it's going to be rough. Yeah. All right. Let's have the rest community that the United States of America was willing to commit a war crime, responding to Putin's hypothetical use of chemical weapons in kind by using some of our own. It would trigger a response in kind. The White House had to quickly dispatch someone to contradict our own president and tell the world that we would not, in fact, be gassing anyone. President Biden told U.S. troops in recent days that they should prepare to soon be dispatched to fight in Ukraine. And you're going to see when you're there, and some of you have been there, you're going to see, you're going to see women. And again, the White House fucking had to quickly th- correct the did president. You, did you even up- understand a fucking word that was said right there? Not entirely. <laughs> All I heard was, whoa, 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 <laughs> It was like listening to a Snoopy's, uh, a Snoopy show or a Peanuts show where you got the adult going, whoa, 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 which is what <laughs> kids always hear from adults because they never hear adults talk. Pretty much. That was insane. Okay. Our paratroopers know they would not be joining any unfolding world war. And President Biden just signaled to the entire world that the United States was committed to a regime change policy in Russia. For God's sake, this man cannot remain power. Understanding a statement like that is likely to bolster Putin's stranglehold on power and also likely to make him more desperate and dangerous. The White House had to spring into action once again to say the exact opposite of what our president just announced to the world. These aren't gaffes. These are cognitive lapses that are making our world less safe and making our country less reliable to our friends and allies. And we're not understanding it, dude. It's not just a cognitive lapse. It's the truth coming out. Yeah, and then they have to cover it up. And then they have to cover it up. They have to, oh, fuck, man. He let the goddamn truth out again. Quit fucking telling the truth, you idiot. How long you been in politics? Oh, wait a minute. You're fucking suffering dementia. Why do we even let you talk to the press anymore? <laughs> well, they have to. He's still alive. They have to make sure that, you know, I know. They gotta, people they, have some they, figurehead. They got to have something, but the problem is, is they can't control him once he gets in front of the cameras. You know. Yep. And it's just going to get worse because I've seen this cognitive uh, – because you know, since he took office, he's been there, what, a year and a half now? God, it feels like four years. Yeah, they got to get him to last another year before Kamala can take over. No, six months. 
Actually, I guess I guess it's a, a year and uh, just under a year, eight months. He's got to last until he's got to last until January twenty first of next year. He's got to be I'll there two he's, years and a day. Two years and a day, then they can evict him from office, put Camilla in office, and she's going to be fucking as useless as her fucking camel toe. <laughs> Yeah, I really don't think he's going to last, though. Like, I'm not sure what's going to happen next, but I'm thinking they're going to have to remove him from office sooner. Well, you, you you know, you've seen the cognitive decline firsthand. Oh, yeah. I you, think they have another three, maybe five months in total before, yeah. you know, he starts pissing on the walls while he's trying to give a speech. <laughs> Your grandpa never pissed on the walls. No, uh, but he wasn't always able to find the bathroom. Yeah, that's he true. He just went through a door. He, he just went through a door, and whatever appeared yeah. to be like a toilet in his brain was what he used. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. So, so Biden so. will go through random doors, and he'll he'll go through the <laughs> Oval Office door and go piss on the on the uh, heritage desk. You know, it's no big deal. Oh. Or, you know, he might end up walking into the room with all the people and just taking a leak on a chair. <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> Yeah, the problem is, <laughs> see, the problem of having firsthand knowledge and firsthand experience <laughs> of dealing with someone from the dementia onset to the eventual decline in death is that yeah. you can see it all since the very be. I could see it all since he was running from office. I could see it in the very beginning. It's like he's suffering from early dementia. And well, with all this stress that's being added on to his plate as time goes on, oh, it's just his time around is getting shorter and shorter. Like five yeah. months, I think, is stretching it. Yeah. I'm thinking three months is what they have left. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They might be. It might be only three months left because, yeah, the stress of it. It's like every every president I've seen. The only president that didn't come out of the Oval Office gray-haired after forty after four years was fucking Trump. I know. It's because he's like a duck with water, man. He just lets it all roll off his back, and he's yeah. like, okay. Moving yeah, on. he didn't even come out with age lines on his face. Amazingly enough, no. It's <laughs> like every other president for the last twenty years that has gone into the Oval Office four years later, and the ones that lasted eight years, they were really fucking hammered after eight years. But in the, oh, first, yeah. in the first four years, it's like the fuck happened to you over the last four years. But except Trump, Trump, it, he looked almost exactly the same as when he went into office. And, surprising now that I think about it, yeah. And, and they hammered him like no fucking president has ever been hammered. It was insane. I have insane. a random bug on my light. Well, I don't recognize it. It's weird. Well, it looks like a mini stink bug. Shoot your lizard tongue out and grab it. I don't have a lizard tongue. If I had a lizard tongue, it would be a lot easier to get rid of all these creepy crawlies with more than four legs. Oh, well. guess we could <laughs> get, some of the, get some of these politicians to come in and visit you. I have an empty cup, though. I, I mean, after my all, liquor, so. I mean, after all, they're the ones that want us to eat bugs. True. All right, let's go catch a couple other crazies here from the Great Reset. All right, I've got one here that kind of relates to our other show, and because I couldn't bring it to our other show, okay. I had I had to bring it here because I really wanted to make fun of this one, and I was so it was like it was too tempting. Yeah, I couldn't bring this to our other show either. I meant to add this in. I'm glad you did because yeah. really, it was seriously. Like, it was like these guys here, they, they are the ultimate in contradiction. WP Engine, it's a company that 
I, I don't overly like. I Their service sucks wind. It's a pain in the ass to use. Pantheon, others. First off, they start by dropping support for Russian business customers. It's like... Because that's really helpful. It's like, you know, the... Business customers have nothing to do with what the fucking government's doing. Why make people pay for what their government's doing? And right. you you heard it from these leftards for years. It's not the people's fault. It's the government doing this, especially during Trump's reign. And now they're yeah. like, oh, let's make the Russian people pay for this. And it, all over the place, they're fucking canceling Russia entirely. Oh, you got a Russian cat? You can't come to the cat show. Yeah, like the Russian cat thing, the pouring of the vodka thing. Like, yeah. what the hell? That's not going to affect the government or Putin at all. That's only affecting the business people of yeah. the country. It's not It's okay. not logical. And, and here's the point. Here's the other idiotic thing in here. In addition to their joint protests against Russian companies, kicking them off their platforms, they have pledged to support the Open Observatory of Network Interfaces. It's like, do you do you Does fucking that say interference? No, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, cognitive dissonance months much here. You know, holding two opposing ideas in your head at the fucking same time. How do you fucking do this? I the, don't think these, they're doing it very well. The, these are these are opposite ideas. First, let's cancel Russian companies. Then let's um, organize to pledge to support the Open Observatory of Network Interference, <laughs> a nonprofit that documents internet censorship around the world. Yep. Okay, so they're they're documenting and dealing with internet censorship while committing internet censorship. Yep. Okay, it's like. Do you fucking morons not see what you're doing? You no, know, they really don't. As part of our effort, though, to increase our support, we are adopting a stronger stance against the actions of the Russian government while supporting the ideals we hold as true in an open web community. What? <laughs> it's like, what? It's like, did, did, did you guys just... Reread back what you just said. <laughs> so, I you know the phrase "carrot or the stick." Yeah. What they've done here is they've turned the carrot into the stick. That way, <laughs> you know they can do both at once. Yeah. No, they turned the carrot into a fucking <laughs> butt plug. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. It's like I, I saw this thing and I was like. I so wanted to bring it to the other show, but I just knew, no, I, I've turned away from anything political on the other show. I, I've just, yeah. I, I have to. And I went, no, this fucking is coming into this show, and I'm going to make sure, because I've got to fucking rant about this amount of stupidity of companies out there. Uh, there's the also the whole, these stricter measures came after the company had already donated to Polish and Ukrainian humanitarian funds, yeah. matching employee funds. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So they, they have condemned Russia's invasion in its first published statement on the matter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is special. Very it, special. Well, it's okay to condemn Russia's invasion. Yes. Which is but, fine. But why are you fucking canceling all of the Russian businesses. They have nothing That's to do I mean. with they have nothing to do with Russia's invasion. And why are you 
fucking pledging to support an open internet while at the same time closing the internet. It's like, this is just... And then, of because course... Because they live in the world of unicorns and rainbows. Yes. You know, <laughs> this is just insanity at its fucking finest. So, anyway, I just had to get that off my fucking chest. All right. We've already talked about the end of the petrodollar coming. We got a link here for that one in the show notes. I'm interested right. in the shocking numbers that show the middle class in the U.S. is being systematically destroyed. Yes, it is. Middle class is being systematically destroyed all over. Yes, well, the U.S. is the biggest one. You know, there's that guy with the bicycle, man. That that is everywhere. People with that big timing, <laughs> they really want you to click on that. They really, really do. All right. <clears throat> All right, inflation, these are the numbers. Don't ignore that one. 52 million U.S. workers, 32% of the country's workforce, earn less than $15 an hour. It was not like that, well, in relative dollars, because, of course, when I was uh, in my 20s, I made um, $12 an hour, which is like making $35 an hour now. Yeah. And I was at the low end of the scale. If if I had chose better of a uh, partner in life, I would have had a more successful life. But unfortunately, my wife at the time was uh, someone who loved to spend money like it was going out of going out of style. It happens. Yeah. Um, inflation is going fucking insanity right now. You know, they keep, you, you keep hearing governments, hey, Ontario said they're going to give everyone 16 bucks an hour. It's like, oh, yeah. that's well and good. Can't, uh, BC is raising the fucking minimum wage to 15 something an hour. That's all well and good, but 15 bucks an hour, what does 15 bucks buy you? Let's leave it at 15. What does 15 bucks buy you now? Not even a pack of smokes anymore. No, it won't even buy a pack of smokes. It uh, will buy you, if you went to the grocery store, I saw a gallon of milk is like seven bucks a gallon. Uh, it's still like five fifty where I go, but mm. it's it's getting up there, yeah. Uh, well, the grocery store up here in Lake Couch, and it was seven bucks a gallon for a gallon. It was five bucks. Ugh. It was it was four something for a half gallon for two liters. Yeah. Um. So we'll go with the six dollar a gallon. That's half your money. Now you need bread. Bread's two bucks a two bucks for the cheap loaf. You know, that's that's bread and milk. You're up to nine bucks now. You need a dozen eggs. A dozen eggs now is uh is uh, four bucks a dozen. So what's that? That's that's thirteen bucks now. So you've bought your eggs. So you can get eggs, milk, bread, and maybe a chocolate bar. Maybe a chocolate bar. You can't even <laughs> get butter. You can't even get eggs, milk, bread, and butter for fifteen bucks now. Butter is like five bucks a brick. It's five bucks a five bucks a pound now. Yes, five bucks a pound. I'm glad I bought several pounds of it when it was three fifty a pound and froze most of them. Because a you know, good way to go. Butter freezes quite nicely, and at three fifty a pound, it's kind of like I'm looking at. Wow, I've uh, made quite an investment in butter. Maybe I should start selling it. You wish probably I, will be able to. I wish I'd have bought more of it. Yeah. But the thing is, is that we've got you know, it's insane. You know. 
And these are the numbers here. You can go through this and just look at the different numbers in this article showing what it is. New home prices? Holy crap. Even used home prices. Just home prices, period, are fucking astronomically insane. Even in places that two and a half years ago, I could have bought property for a couple of hundred grand are now pushing half a million dollars. Yeah. You know, and it's just, they're, they're pushing them insanity because of course all the citified folks are like, holy fuck, I need to get out of the city. And they're selling which raises the prices. Well, they're selling their shit and they're, they're selling their shit in the city, which, you know, they bought 10, 20 years ago and paid very little for, and is now worth, you know, half a million or a million dollars and they sell it out. And then they go out to the countryside and they start buying shit up as fast as they can. Plus the other problem we have, I should have saved that link. There's a Canadian company which now owns like 30,000 single-family homes across the United States and Canada. Yeah, it's and they ridiculous keep, and horrible. And they keep buying them up, and they think they're doing a service to the world by, yeah. by buying up these single-family homes at astronomical prices so people can't afford them, and then renting them back to people because you will own nothing and you will be happy because nobody wants to own their own home. They just want to rent it where they can't control <sighs> anything and do anything with it. They have no, they have no say in anything. They can't, they can't go out and build a garden in the home, in the backyard. It has to be grass. You know, they yeah, can't... like the last place I lived in, amazing yeah. backyard. I wasn't allowed to plant anything. You weren't allowed to turn that fucking useless grass into fucking food. Yeah, which was really frustrating because that was yeah. a beautiful backyard. Oh, got an amazing it. amount of sun. Yeah, well, that's the thing is, is like, and they, but they seem to think this is doing people a favor, and they're not the only that's company that, they're, they're, not, they're not the only company that's doing that. And that's the problem we've got is we've got the world is controlled now by we let ma we let major corporations gain control of shit to the point where it's really hard to undo it. It's like you almost Remind need a, you almost need a great reset in a World War Three to fucking wipe out wipe all these morons out. Kind of reminds me of Dark Matter, the TV series. I don't think I've ever seen where that. the corporations run everything yeah and to work for a corporation is essentially the military that would be like that book you had me listen to which one um terms of service oh yes you finally listened to that eh oh yeah it was actually pretty good it was yes, actually pretty it good is an amazing and book. it was and it was corporations ran everything literally yeah. everything oh yeah including who you dated including who you dated and where you went and what parks you were allowed to go to and when you're allowed to use the parks and you know unless yep. of course you managed to escape that and then if you did and then you had to go out there and then you had to create an ai i, I thought that was a really good part to it was that they created the ai and the ai was actually a duplicate of the human conscious I am Which, really looking forward to the second book in that series. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of, I kind of want to hear the second book in the series. What you would like is along that line, is Ready Player One. I will check that out. Ready Player One and the second book for Ready Player Two. 
You need the second All book right. too. And it is it is in that same theme of the terms of service book. Of course, Ready Player One they turned into a movie. Well, piss poor movie in comparison <laughs> to the book, which always they are. And I'm really glad I saw the movie before I read the book or listened to the book because I would have been solely sorely disappointed to watch the movie after listening to the book. <laughs> <laughs> so I was so much happier to listen to the book after watching the movie. Yeah, I only uh, I try not to watch shows or movies after I've read a book series. <laughs> it's a it's a sore disappointment when that happens. It always is. All right. <clears throat> Let's go on to, do we want to check in with Elon Musk? Uh, did you know that Elon Musk has uh, put up a, uh, a dual challenge to Putin? No, I hadn't heard about that. Yeah, I, I brought that. I just don't, I don't see it, so I might not have transferred it over. Yeah. But yeah, he apparently put out a dual thing to Putin for the outcome of Ukrainian. Yeah. Of, of Ukraine. Very interesting. He's actually serious about it, too. Hmm. I wouldn't doubt it. Elon Musk is a little fucking crazy. Yeah, he is. I like his crazy, though. His crazy is the kind that I understand. And yeah, well, that's because, that's because he created fuck you money when he, created, when he helped create <laughs> PayPal. He, he yeah. created this fuck you money when he created PayPal, and then he took all that fuck you money and he created himself a SpaceX and uh, Tesla. <laughs> And he's learned how to fucking milk the system. If it wasn't for the government handouts, he'd be fucking broke. Yeah. Because Tesla, the only reason Tesla became successful was because of the government handouts. The only reason SpaceX became successful is because of the government handouts. Now, uh, he has gotten to the point where both of them are making money, but initially he needed all the government handouts to get there. Yeah. So, you know, I, I give him kudos for, for the shit he's brought forward, but he's also a bit of a weasel in how he does things. So he's a bit of both. But he is absolutely fucking nut-tardy, and he does have so much fuck you money now that he really doesn't have to give a fuck anymore. <laughs> I'd love to have his fuck you money. Well, here, uh, in this one, I actually like what he says. Uh what he actually said is Washington Post should change its tagline to democracy dies behind our paywall. Yeah, it does. I like that thing. It does. It does die behind their paywall. All right. Let's see what this Oregon ditches residency requirement for terminally ill patients seeking med med fatal medication to kill themselves. Yeah, okay. I found that interesting. Like for one, I didn't realize that Oregon had passed the suicide thing. Hmm. Um, the other thing too is, uh, I am surprised that they have terminated the whole you must have an address before you can die because, I mean, now they aren't going to get any assets in return. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting that that is something that is in existence in the U.S. Well, that's, that's useful. That's mostly what I wanted to bring forward. Well, that's useful. You know, for there's some people that are just like, I'm tired of this fucking mess. I don't want to be terminally ill anymore. It's like, why the fuck am I going through all of these horrible, miserable fucking treatments so I can extend my existence because they're no longer living. The couple no. of people I've met that are going through chemotherapy or something, they're not fucking living. They're existing. Chemotherapy is just as bad as a cancer worse than if in quite a few cases. It's worse in most cases. It's like it's like, okay, well, you do have a chance at gaining back your life. Okay, I can understand that. And if you're a person 
that really wants to and some people work through it and they gain back their life but they only gain back a few years before something else knocks them for a loop yeah and it's like you know there's a certain point in life it's humans were meant to live for x amount of time we all have an expiration date stamped in the somewhere in our soul there's an expiration date stamped on the inside of our meat suits and when we reach that expiration date, we're evicted from our meat suits and we're sent off to either make a choice to come back to this planet or go to some other planet or just enjoy existence out there in the void of the energy. But we all have an, we all have an expiration date. The problem is, is for the last 50 years, we've decided that it's no longer a good idea to evict ourselves or let ourselves be evicted from our meat suits or never let anyone get evicted from their meat suits and it's created a part of a it's part of the problem we've created on this planet is the Definitely. fact the fact that we've prolonged life beyond what it should be for many people many people should not be living as long as they do their and mind isn't there for half of them <clears throat> yeah we should allow people to die. That's one of the things we've stopped doing is allowing people to die. Which means that when they do die, they often die without any dignity. They, and that's the problem is that that's why I'm not going to let myself die without dignity. I think that is part is as important aspect of life is dying with dignity. Mm -hmm. Dying with some of your with some of the things that made you made you what you were intact. At the yeah. time. I think I should be allowed. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Did Crowder do that? It's nice to see Crowder still out there doing, doing fucking insane shit. <laughs> yep. Infiltrated a Fat Studies conference and had bogus academic paper accepted. Oh, of course he did. So while this is absolutely hilarious, it also shows the true downfall of our current society. Oh, yeah. I mean, wow. I read some of the paper, and he also joined a video conference call. That's him in the middle there. He joined a video conference call and still didn't get caught. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love some of the shit he does. Yeah. Academia. <laughs> We'd like to think of it as the key to the world of knowledge, with That's, the key masters being the best among us. Unfortunately, what we know as the world of higher education has become uh, a bit of a farce. And by bit, I mean entirely. Enter the riveting academic world of fat pride. Bursting oh, at the scene. Thinking of fat pride. Okay, I should have brought this one for this, because this would have been fucking great. There was the fat lady, cat paws or something or another, put out all this yeah. shit, promoting her get your vaccine injections, blah, blah, blah. She died from complications from that. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> All right, let's continue. Self-love, acceptance, and, well, just bursting at the seams, it turns out that there is an entire academic discipline known as fat studies, home to peer-reviewed think pieces such as overcoming fear of fat and queering fat embodiment. Yes, this is actually being taught by professors at some of the world's most prestigious institutions. There's even oh an annual fat studies God. conference at Mass wow. University where all the brave and beautiful postgrads <laughs> can submit. 
sorry. It was the title of the university, man. Mass. Massy. <laughs> Where else can you have fat people <laughs> producing their mass? Massive bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, the one bright spot about all these fat people is, you know, they'll get an extra six to eight weeks of life when starvation hits. This is true. <laughs> Although the other aspect of that is when starvation hits, overweight people didn't have major complications because now their body goes into overdrive, their organs don't work properly, and yeah. they end up dying pretty fast, actually. Well, they'll die pretty fast, but the ones that don't die fast and start burning their fat reserves, the biggest problem they'll have is their fucking squirrel suits. Their squirrels, their, their, their flying squirrel yes. skin suits. Because... <laughs> One of the big problems, it's, it's, it's not touched on very much, is that if a really seriously obese person loses weight too fast, their skin doesn't withdraw. Their skin yeah. doesn't adjust its size, so they end up with all this excess skin folds that they can't get rid of because it won't disappear. And it's basically a flying squirrel skin suit. <laughs> and they have to have surgery to have it removed. It's like the women who carry really large babies. That tummy is just never going to go away. Well, yeah, because it, it because it because the because it doesn't have time for the excess to flop off real quick. Exactly. Yeah, it's like yeah. I'm sorry, that was just a funny pro thought, thought that occurred. All right, we're we're gonna have to after this one. We're gonna have to jump into. Uh, we're gonna have to see if there's anything pressing, and then we're gonna have to go to fucking uh, TikToks their essays and present them in their fun-sized safe space. So let's meet a few of my soon-to-be peer-reviewed colleagues. Our Fatlicious keynotes, Esther Rothblum <laughs> and Sonia Renee Taylor, have given us amazing talks about fat histories, our fat present. Oh, that's her cat paws. That's the, that's the fat woman that died. <laughs> that's the fat woman that died like two days ago. The she-her. I'm, I'm sorry, but cat Fatlicious? Whatever. But that's the woman that just died from being okay. triple vaxxed. That futures might hold. How does fat blackness embody the future? I am an artist. I'm an activist. Fat blackness. No. Yeah, that, that kind of stopped me for a moment, too. <laughs> fat blackness. <laughs> oh, dear God. Okay. <laughs> right, we're not going to go through I didn't actually watch this, so... Oh, okay, we're not going to watch the whole 17. We're just going to hear the intro here because the intro is just enough to crack us up. Macaroni and cheese maker. I'm black. I'm queer. I'm fat. I'm neurodivergent and upwardly class mobile. You're, you're neurocotic. You're psychotic. You're fucked up. What does neurodivergent mean? I have no fucking clue. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I love psychology, but I don't actually know what neurodivergent means. Um means their brain is going in multiple directions they're they're suffering from because neuro is obviously brain cells divergent yeah. means it's going in multiple directions because you know divergent you know multiple yeah. paths so, I'm just, so neurodivergent sure is, the brain is going right. in multiple diverge directions so basically what they're trying to do is they're trying to justify their cognitive dissonance and holding all those multiple ideas in their head that are at opposition with each other at all the time and it it, it actually causes more psychotic episodes than anything else. Okay, that makes sense. <clears throat> you know, because one of the biggest problems we've had, we have out there, is the number of people out there that are holding cognitive dissonance in their head. 
you know. Yes. And we have mass amounts of cognitive dissonance out there right now. And this whole bit right here is cognitive dissonance. I'm a fat water jogger myself, and every time I go to the swimming pool, I can see what people are thinking about my appearance. And fatness is always trying to be contained, is always, you know, the world is always trying to contain fatness, the world is always trying to wrangle fatness. You need to see fat bodies take up space and allow them to move the way fat, people, fat bodies move. Alright, let's jump ahead. Study scholar, and just like that, C. Matheson was scheduled to speak alongside these intellectual titans. <laughs> <laughs> so grab your popcorn, quadruple buttered, and let's start the show. <laughs> Ready? Oops. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing a fat suit to boot. Hello, I am C. Matheson. I am an activist based out of Austin, Texas, uh, specifically working... Okay, we have, a, we have a tell now for when Crowder's lying. Yeah. Can you see it? Watch his character. Uh, is it when he does that that weird head down chin nope. thing? Nope. Watch. Blinking. Watch. Blinking. Massive amounts of blinking. I've okay. already I've already saw it. It's like his eye. It's like his eyes were doing fucking Morse code. <laughs> Just watch. With the non-binary and fat community. Ah yes. Uh, to you see help, it? Uh, increase presence. Yeah. Of Intersectional in non-binary people with us. Uh, Holy fuck! Awesome. It's like Morse like code. March, March <laughs> for our lives. Uh, most recently, the global climate strikes. Uh, my preferred pronouns are she and her. And uh, my paper, embracing fatness as self-care in the era of Donald Trump, um, is something I'm thrilled <laughs> to be presenting and has been accepted here at the news. Oh dear God! Okay, I've had enough of it. But so I did. I. <laughs> I, I did just learn something interesting about Crowder, is that from now on, when I'm watching, when I do, I don't watch his show as much as I used to, because it's sometimes it's just been really lame. But if his eyes do Morse code, he's but, a lion. But if he, but if his eyes start doing Morse code, he's fucking lying <laughs> through his teeth. It, it's good. It's oh, yeah. good to know. I, I, I now, and, and that is often that is often a big tell for people. Mm-hmm. Or are, they don't blink at all. Well, yeah, either they don't blink at all, or they fucking do Morse code. And of course, that goes back to that goes back to one of my favorite movies, which is uh, V for Vendetta. Yes. When when that when the girl in there goes, oh, she's lying. Well, how do you know? She blinks a lot when she lies. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that's always stuck in my head. But and and then and then because I've seen so much of his stuff, I've never seen him fucking blinking Morse code, knowing that he has to fucking <laughs> lie his way through this thing. <laughs> all right, let's see what else we got that's really really pressing here. We've got all kinds of stuff here. What do we got? We got Elon, more Elon Musk. We got Biden blames the food shortages on the sanctions. Yeah, go Biden, go governor of Utah. Oh, governor, this one, this one fucking fucking made me go insane when I saw this. The governor of Utah going full woke. Yep. You know, it's like, wait a minute, aren't you fucking supposed to be a Mormon? He's supposed to be a Republican Mormon, and yeah. now he has his pronouns in his Instagram bio mm-hmm. and is uh, 
very apologetic. So mm. apologetic. I think he's lost a couple of feet from his the amount of cringing and groveling he's been doing. They must have. They must have flew. They must have <laughs> flew him somewhere and got some. Uh, got some uh, real shit on him. Some real dirt on him. They did something to him because he did a one eighty. Yeah. <clears throat> every and uh, every NFL team no required to hire now. Oh, should be now required to hire one minority offensive assistant coach. <laughs> course yep nfl is useless the nfl has been useless for a fucking couple of decades i quit watching football a couple of decades ago but still for the <clears throat> most part they had people who enjoyed their job and who took pride in it but if you're just gonna hire people based on their skin color or their nationality you're gonna lose what little bit of pride and enjoyment people yep. have in their job because why would anybody put effort into a job that they got based on their skin color yeah Mm. And and they know they can't be fired because of their skin color. They can't mm. be fired either. So why would they put any effort into it? Oh yeah, that's the whole thing. All right. So you got something from the Ukraine, of course. Putin said there were Nazis there. Nah, there's no Nazis in Ukraine. <laughs> nah, where would you get such a silly fucking idea as having Nazis in the Ukraine? <laughs> considering that's like one of their major shopping centers. There's no Nazis in Ukraine. It sure is. I was really surprised to see that. I wasn't. I knew. Well, I, knew. I didn't really know much about Ukraine, though. Cause I, I had little bits and pieces. My... And hmm? Ukraine, which side of the war was Ukraine on during World War II? Uh, wasn't Ukraine kind of split? A no. lot of them went over to the Germans, and then they turned their back on the Germans, and they saw Germans were losing. Like, I've learned a lot over the yeah. past couple months, but before yeah. these past couple months, I really didn't know much about it. Yeah, no, they were, they were, they were, from the very beginning, they were su supportive of Germany. And many Nazis moved to Germany, or to Ukraine. In fact, many of them escaped to Ukraine when Germany was falling. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, no, I don't know where anyone would get the idea there's any Nazis in Ukraine. I mean, I mean that's not like that is the actual Nazi symbol, which is different from the life symbol because the life symbol wasn't turned on end like that. It wasn't turned into a diamond. It was an actual square. Mm -hmm. Because this is this symbol here, what is now known as the Nazi symbol, is actually if you look at our North Star right now, which is Polaris. And Polaris is the end of the handle of the Big Dipper, I believe. If you watch it throughout the entire year and you look at it in particular at the winter solstice, the spring equinox, the summer solstice, and the fall equinox, this is the exact symbol you get. And you will find that symbol on most of our ancient ruins as well. Everywhere. It's on it's on yeah. ruins throughout life because Polaris has been our North Star for almost 26,000 years. Our next North Star... Oh, shit. I forgot which was going to be our next North Star. Because our, our North Star changes through mm -hmm. the ages. And I, I forgot what our next North Star is. I, I was just listening to it the other day of what our next North Star is. Eventually, there's going to be a point where we won't even have a North Star for a little while. For a while, for a few thousand years, we won't even have a North Star. Oh, 
Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's just the way we move through the galaxy. All right, let's see what else we got. AOC claims Biden pulls down simply because he's not radical. <laughs> yep. Go AOC, man. Fuck that bitch. I'm surprised she's still there. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised, but... Oh, and of course, oh, I will not buy, use, promote, watch anything from Disney anymore because Disney is the groomer's capital of the fucking world. Oh, yeah. So um, I was trying to get the show notes to show on here. I guess it didn't show properly, but mm -hmm. I grabbed this from here. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, no, this is a show notes, but... Um, yeah, I just can't remember which one it was, and I went through until I found it. Uh, essentially, what, what I grabbed from the agenda is the fact that they uh, Disney was so verbal about the whole... Um, the whole anti-gay thing that was uh, passed in Florida. And then they had 108 employees that were caught on a sting for child, for child sex trafficking. Yeah. And, well, they shut up pretty quick. Yeah. yeah they, Disney is not the company that Walt Disney started. No, not at all. You know, it's, it's just like, a sex traffic ring now. It's now a sex traffic ring, and it's a, uh, it's a, groomer, a groomer company. Oh, yeah. That's all they're doing <clears throat> is they're grooming, and it's really sad. And you can see it in um, Black Pill did a beautiful um, video um, a couple weeks ago, um, showcasing the most recent D Disney video and how much grooming is in that D in that most recent Disney video. Mm. Black Pill does he does a wonderful job of deconstructing um, media. While the no agenda I will have show, to go check that out. While no agenda show deconstructs the news, black pilled deconstructs video, television, programming, movies, and shows, and he does an amazing job of deconstructing them. He really does. Yeah, it's like I've been watching black pilled now for about three, four years. And watched him. I watched him get booted off of every other platform. The only place he's got now is fucking Odyssey, Odyssey and BitChute. That's all he's got left is Odyssey and BitChute. They're the only ones that aren't censoring his content. Yeah. And all he does is tell the fucking truth. He doesn't do anything else but tell the truth. <clears throat> Just insane. All right. So I vote that we jump from here down to the TikToks. Yep, it's TikTok time. Yeah, you already did your pet peeve of the week, Will Smith. Yep. All right, TikTok time. Let's go with the history of the color green. This is scary. It's actually really cool. Do you like the color green? Well, guess what? It has heavy associations with death. You want to know why? Back in the 1800s, a German uh, dye company and a German lead company got together and they created a color that was so beautiful and vibrant, people started calling it emerald green. And they started making that shit with everything. Clothes, wallpaper, carpets, I mean, fuck, you name it, they made it. Well, the reason it was so beautiful is because it was made with arsenic. You know, the thing that um, kills you. It's poison, right? Well, uh, you know, people started to die from that um, because they were wearing clothes, getting open sores, blisters, wounds from wearing it. 
And in fact, some of the factory workers got so sick, one of them started throwing up green, the whites of her eyes turned green, and right before she died, she said, everything is green. Babies and people kept in green rooms died. And uh, so yeah, you know, green, beautiful color, sordid history. Do you like the color green? Well, you know what's interesting about that? I never heard, I never knew that information. That's pretty good, provided mm. it's real. But you know, it's interesting. If you go to a television studio or something else and they put you in the green room, it's actually a green room. Yep. And you know why? Isn't it supposed to be like calming or something? Green is an extremely calming color. Yeah. It calms people down and relaxes them. And it started out being a color of death. <laughs> That's kind of <laughs> cool. All right. Candle salad from... Candle salad? Yes. Okay. Oh, this is great. <laughs> the kids have been busy this week, haven't they? Oh, this is only like half of what they sent me. <laughs> no man, this the one's getting day? in on it. No problem. Let's make a 1950s candle salad. Start with one piece of lettuce. Oh, Betty Crocker, what are you up to? French Revolution, your pineapple. You could just use canned pineapple if you're a communist. Peel a banana. Betty, darling, put the banana in your <laughs> <out of> pocket. <laughs> <laughs> This one's European. Insert. Insert what? One toothpick in the top. Add one maraschino oh. cherry for the flame. Oh god, it's bleeding. For the candle wax. The what? And with that, your candle salad is finished. No shit. Doesn't tell you how to eat it. So I don't know if I need a knife and fork or I need to tie my hair back. Good morning. I mean, it tastes like a banana. Have a good Valentine's. Stay safe. No man this Valentine's Day? No problem. Let's make a 1950s candle salad. Start with right. one piece of lettuce. All bet. <laughs> Candle salad. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least they were still having fun in the 1950s. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Canadian dude talks real Canadian. Can you make a video where you just speak proper Canadian to the point where we can understand you? Hmm. <laughs> <sighs> You know what, bud? I'm pretty sure I can help you out with that one there because just the other day I decided to fuck the dog and take a rip over to Tim's to grab a double-double and some Timbits. Tell you right now, there's some pretty not bad pricing on that shit because it only set me back a couple loonies and a toonie. After that, skirted on over to the Lickbo, figured a couple wobbly pops wouldn't get the job done even if I grabbed a twofer of them and you know, everyone knows there's not enough juice inside a Mickey. So I just decided to fucking send it straight for a two-six. And you know what, bud? You get some of that in you with a couple darts there and it'll turn you into a proper fucking shit disturber <coughs> right on the spot. Anyway, brought the Twixer <coughs> over to the bush with some buddies to get some fucking shinny going and a couple Habs fans showed up with their stupid sweaters there I'll tell you right now bud the chirps were just fucking flying bud their twigs were in worse shape than our goddamn government and that shit's in fucking shambles right now i'll tell you that anyway if you're ever in the market for a new bunny hug or a toque there make sure to check out my merch site it's got some great shit on it bud okay thanks bye can you make a video where you just speak proper <laughs> i actually understood every bit of that <laughs> so did i <laughs> I had no problem. When you think about it, yeah, that is real Canadian talk. And we don't think anything of it, but some yeah. from another country, they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck is a toonie and a two? What the fuck is a toonie and a twofer? What the fuck is a, what the fuck's a lolly and a, and a, and a sixer? And <laughs> I can't remember everything you said. Don't forget the couple of darts <laughs> and yeah. not enough juice in the Mickey. <laughs> yeah, not enough juice. There's never enough juice in a Mickey. Never. <laughs> Never enough juice in a Mickey, man. 
All right. Rats and lingerie. Oh, dear God. Yes. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Scientists put rats in lingerie. Not to turn themselves on, thankfully, but in the name of science. No, they had no. virgin male rats mate no, with no, females no. wearing special... No, no. no male rats no, mate with females wearing special rodent jackets. Fuck, I wanted to stop there for a minute. The scientists did it to turn themselves on because they're really bored. <laughs> Later, they would expose these same male rats to females with and without the jackets, and they found that they would almost always prefer the ones with the jackets. They also came more quickly when mating with the jacket females. And according to brain scans, they found the experience more pleasurable with the jacket females. The same lab had similar findings when they had female rats wear perfume. The scientists posited that perhaps this could tell us something about the socialization behind humans' preferences. Or maybe, you know, it's just that rats are kinkier than we thought. So oh dear god. <laughs> What's funny is that's a real study. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I yes, it, well, yeah, it is. Uh, they, somebody somebody got funding to do that study. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's our that's our tax dollars at work for you. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's go with the perfect salad from 1961. Let's see what we got. A perfection salad from 1961. In typical 60s fashion, we're using gelatin. We meet again. Nothing says salad like animal collagen. Ugh. Half cup of boiling water. Ah! Apple cider vinegar. Lemon juice. Bit of salt. In you go. Now we shred celery, carrots, and cabbage. Always wash these real good. Celery's just like your parents. Dirtier than you think. This was supposed to be a fun way to get kids to eat their vegetables. How'd that work out, America? Onion powder. Pepper. Okay. What's the point? A loaf pan? Really? I just love when my <laughs> salad comes in a brick. Good night. Good morning. It's time for mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> what have you perfected? Garbage. It's cold, limp, and crunchy, and bad. A perfection salad from 1961. All right. I like this guy. He's actually quite funny, yes. All right. Being physically bullied. Do this. Then we'll just grab a couple others here that have really got interesting titles. You're being titles. physically bullied, you say? <clears throat> oh, no, stop. That's giving me a hard on. <laughs> Bullying rate drops to 0%, and even some couples were formed. You're being physically bullied, you say? <laughs> oh, no, stop. That's giving me... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good solution. I'll have to recommend that. It is, actually. <laughs> All right. Since we talked about vinegar pie earlier in the show, we, yep. we got to watch this TikTok. Yeah, this is what came to mind when, when we were reading off that recipe. <laughs> Don't tell me it's the same dude with the fucking ducktail. Oh, it sure is. Oh, cool. You should have seen the amount of these that the kids sent me. There was like 50 of them. Oh. <laughs> A vinegar pie from the Great Depression. A modern take on home baking. Sir, your phone number is four digits. Pastry. This is my son. Get a little bit dusty. Meow. You're going to want a deep nine inch. Don't we all? Blind bake, <laughs> 350. <laughs> Eggy. No, officer. There's no shell in here. Sugar. Add your Paula Deen extract. So far, so good. Vinegar. I take it back. Wakey, wakey, time for school. A dash of sorghum.
sorghum. Well, I don't have sorghum because I don't have a life expectancy of 12. <laughs> That's the power of pine salt, baby. For thine is the kingdom. <laughs> Bake to your liking. Sweetie, none of this is my liking. Don't come back. It came back. Nah. <laughs> 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 this is what I'd imagine a toilet brush to taste like. <laughs> All right. And this is why I got like 50 of this guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's uh, most, grab most a couple of what of he tries it, it seems to be terrible. <laughs> okay. This has got to be him too. Clam biscuits from 1974. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Come on. Click. Click again. There it is. Clam biscuits. I'm just waiting clam for- Clam biscuits from 1974. Now I love biscuits and I love clams, but do they belong together? Well, as my parents tried explaining to a 12 year old me when they divorced, probably not. We begin with two <laughs> cups of flour, three teaspoons of floof powder, then two tablespoons of shortening. Vegetable shortenings are great for when you want something like butter, but worse. Please get off the spoon. Please, sir. Mix with hands. <laughs> In goes a half cup of moo juice, then a can of minced clams. <laughs> Little strange, fam, but you do you. Ooh, yep, the, those are clams. Oh, it wants the juice, too! <laughs> Drop these into a muffin pan. So are they biscuits or are they muffins? What are you? That's what I used to ask my sexuality in high school. Hello! <laughs> Butter. <laughs> I see. I'm getting a top note of cat food. Like someone dropped a biscuit in a fish tank. Yeah, those taste like low tide. That is to say, New Englanders would love it. Clam biscuits <laughs> from 19... 19- <laughs> Alright, <clears throat> right, let's go with uh, generational parenting style. Um, can I have... Uh, um, hey, can I have... God, you are so ungrateful. You know what my dad would have done if I said that to him? Hey, can I have... I have a shift in 10 minutes. There's pizza rolls in the fridge. Nice. Um, <laughs> can I have... <laughs> Except boomers didn't beat their kids. It was the, it was the ones before the boomers. <clears throat> Still, pretty entertaining. Yep. All right. Let's end up with the last two. Let's go with nursing home and no oh, tough choice: fake apple pie, apple pie, or Halloween spoof. Well, we'll finish with the Halloween spoof. Let's see what nursing home in twenty seven seventy seven looks like. Hey, look! He's got a charging port on the floor again, or a jump start port. Do you remember the planking fad? Yeah. I still plank. This is Autumn Creek Assisted Living. They raise you, now they're raisins, and we can help take them off your hands. How may I help you? Yeah, hi. Uh, this is one of the caretakers that... Wait, is that our actual slogan? You like it? Came up with it myself. Uh, yeah, uh, this is an emergency. All the residents are laying down stiff as a board. Would you say stiff as a plank? Plank? Who cares? Listen, kid, can I call you Terry? That's not my name. You see, Terry, planking was a wildly popular trend back in 2011 where you would lie down face down on the most random surfaces you could find. Wait, so they're not having a seizure? No, 
just having some good old-fashioned fun like all of our residents at Autumn Creek should. Oh, okay. Thank you. All right. Goodbye, Terry. <laughs> all right. Who left their dentures on the floor again? All right. <clears throat> I don't know. Planking is still a useful exercise if you do it right. It is, but the, the challenge was just to be like a plank in random places on random surfaces. Oh, so. uh, I remember something about that. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the, the fucking little bulls thing, it's like there was a great meme out there, how to uh, fucking jumpstart a millennial. And it was showed a nine volt <laughs> battery. Showed... pie from the Great Depression. This recipe was... Stop. It showed the nine volt battery being, being held up to that little bullpen right by his nose. <laughs> Which I thought was just fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Sent to me by Herbert Hoover Feet Picks. Something for everybody. Instead of apples, this recipe uses Ritz crackers. Sugar! Water! Fire! Stir until disgusting. Crap time! Oh, you crafty. <laughs> Are you nine inches yet? Said 15-year-old me. Lemon juice. <laughs> I wish. 40 Ritz crackers. <laughs> What am I supposed to expect? Giving Suppose it's better than eating your offspring. Do I call the police or a priest? A priest. <laughs> Honey, there's been an accident. Make it 4.30. I'm bleeding. Oh boy. Whoa. <laughs> it tastes like apples. We found the first good one. A fake <laughs> apple pie from the Great Depression. This recipe was sent to me by her. There we go. He found himself a good one. Yep. All right, hang on a second here. <laughs> I've got a couple of images here we need to... Uh, bring to the show? we got to bring to the show because they've been... They, I actually, I've actually been collecting images by show numbers. Ah. There you go. Here you go. I'm sure it's just a coincidence. Coincidence. 279 Oh, yes, absolutely. Increase in spike in merit miscarriages. 480% increase in breast cancer. 680% multiple sclerosis. You know, you know I'm sure it's a coincidence that all these things have gone up massively for no apparent reason whatsoever. But of course, what else could it be? It couldn't, it couldn't be the, the jab. No, no, that, that nothing. <laughs> Not at all. It. You crazy conspiracy theorist. Jeez. Here, here you go. Here, here, here's, here's the media for the last two years. Media, COVID, 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 <laughs> people, COVID, 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 media, COVID, 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 people, COVID, 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 media, COVID, COVID, war, people, COVID, COVID, what, 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 media, war, 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 people, COVID, media, war, 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 people, shrug, war, war, war. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. That's about right. That's been the last two years. Him and, and his damn socks, man. He even shows them off to people when he gets to those meetings. Look close at those socks. Oh my god. <laughs> this awesome. is our illustrious prime minister, prime retard, whatever the fuck you want. He's wearing dick socks. Yep. Proving, <laughs> therefore, that he is a big dick. Or at least he's trying to be. It looks like he's got nothing between his legs, so he may as well make up for his in person in his personality. Well, yeah, he's got he's got to do something to compensate for his lack of uh, thing here. I think I have a couple more clips. Let me make those. Yeah, I do have a couple more. 
All right, let's see. Oh, I've only got one more. Sorry. Okay, here we go. One more. Yeah, because as I've been finding these really good images lately, I've been trying to save them. And awesome. Bring, and bring them to the show because they're just really great. And I'm trying to make sure I get these memes. There we go. What normies see, what free thinkers see. Yep. Trauma bonding. Child abuse. <laughs> Low effort thinker. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I do like that one. All right. <clears throat> that's it. Let's uh, finish up with the Halloween spoof and close out the show. We've almost gone three hours tonight because we just almost we just went sideways tonight. Oh, that's the best. That makes for the best shows, though. Mm hmm. Him. What do you mean? You have his axe. Just chop his head off. But then we won't have time to hide. We won't have to hide if you just... By the time I chop it off, he'll be awake. By the time you chop his head off, he'll be dead. It'll make too much noise. He'll find us. He won't be able to find anyone without his head. You don't understand. He's unstoppable. <laughs> you had that this entire time? I mean, yeah, I'm a girl. It's protection from, like, creepy guys. And he's not creepy? I don't know. I can't see his face. Do you have brain damage? <laughs> oh my god, he's waking up. Quick, let's hide! <laughs> hmm? Just kill her. Hey, Becky, I can't talk right now. <laughs> about right for uh, the whole thought yeah. process of scary movies <laughs> that is the thought process of scary movies all right i think we'll call it a show at that that's been fun it's been entertaining where's my music a little bit of days of thunder carry us on out these are the days of thunder <clears throat> we're gonna make time stand still <laughs> A quarter after midnight And I'm watching the wall Sometimes I feel so uptight I just can't sleep at all Every day doing the same old thing We're losing time The weekend comes, we gotta have some fun And rewind These are the days of thunder Choking off our air We need